Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. In terms of sorting out racism, there's no end in sight yeah, yeah. in terms of how we're going to end this problem. So would you be open to like forming a coalition of players to like come together, have meetings and try and stamp this out? Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of the Beautiful Game Podcast. I'm with my right hand man, although he's sitting on my left edge. <laughs> what are you saying to me, brother? I'm good, bro. We've made the pilgrimage to Hull today, you know, grinding. As we've always said, like anywhere we need to travel to record content, we're down for that. So I'm very, very happy and we've got a special guest. No, definitely. We had to cross the, the Humber Bridge, <laughs> even though I didn't have a clue what I was doing. <laughs> Meant to, you know, tap and pay with a card, but we took the wrong lane. So obviously we got to do it online, uh, but yeah, we'll leave that no, <laughs> to take, another day. That <laughs> but yeah, before I introduce our guests, I just want to plug the socials. Follow our TikTok at TBG Pod, our Instagram at pod underscore TBG, and our Twitter at podcast underscore TBG. Also, leave a like on this video and leave a comment because that helps us, you know, with the algorithm. And the bigger the channel gets, the more, you know, guests we can get onto the platform. So <laughs> we're delighted to announce we are joined with Cyrus Christie. Big up, big up, big up. Love, love, Thank love. Thank you for having me. Thank you for travelling up. No worries, my bro. We've been speaking for yeah. a while and messaging each other. And you've always yeah, said that. Listen, <laughs> timing. Timing's key. Yeah. And obviously timing's now. So love for coming on, bro. Appreciate it, man. Oh, definitely. So I think... In terms of starting this one, just talk to us about growing up. How how was how is it growing up? What makes you Cyrus Christie? <laughs> <laughs> Tough start. Um, yeah, man, just growing up. Obviously, it was I my mom and my dad, and then I have my sister. Obviously, I've got two other siblings. Um, obviously, they've got different mums. Um, and we obviously grew up in quite a rough rough neighbourhood. Uh, obviously, in Coventry, um, <coughs> and I just. I just yeah, football. I was always into sports. Um my sister obviously my dad was sporty, my mum was sporty as well. Um my dad was a boxer. Um obviously he could have been he could have been a good boxer but you know the, he chose the other life. So 
yeah, we, we grew up like tough. Um, people around, not much money around, poverty. So, you know, he was always struggling in that house. They split up. Um, so, yeah, it was very indifferent. I was then started living with my, my nan and granddad and stuff, different family members. Um, but like I said, football was, was always a thing that I got drawn into as a athletics, boxing. Um, and it was just that I, I went up the, the park, the common, however you want to call it, and there was a team there. And I just joined in. And they tried to put me in goal. And <laughs> I didn't like it, but I remember they tried mocking me because I didn't have boots. I was in trainers. Okay. But even then, I, I, I hadn't even played in the team, but I kind of knew I was better than them. And then I managed to get out, show them. And then they signed me then. And then kind of never really looked back. Like just, I just used to love playing football, any kind of sport. Um, obviously, I had people pushing me. My granddad was a massive influence. My dad was a massive influence in different ways. My mum... Um, family, yeah, always, always supporting me. So, yeah, like I said, I was, I think from from the get go, I was always surrounded by good people. Even though I grew up in a in a in a tough place and in a in a rough neighborhood, but the people around me, I think they always knew the vision of of what people wanted to do and what they wanted to achieve. So <coughs> it wasn't like they tried to draw you into to anything bad or or nothing like that. So, but yeah, it was just Sunday league into the academy. And then from then it was just yeah year by year. Do you know what I mean? But when you think about it now, it's it's different. Like I've I look back and it's it's mad. Like but back then you just didn't think about anything. You know, like, oh yeah, getting the end of the year, you have your little report and with the managers like you're in school and stuff. But yeah, just from from then and it just yeah I just carried on. I had the decision to make whether to to carry on boxing or. Or football. I think I chose right in the end. Yeah, um, man. Boxing's so, yeah, brutal, yeah. man. <laughs> brutal Too sport, brutal, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't fancy putting my head punched in. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, I ch- that's what I went with, man. And then, yeah, here I am now. So, I think what now? Looking at 20, 24, 25 years since I probably first started playing for a team. So, it's been a journey, man. Yeah, you were talking about your dad being an influence on you and obviously we're from South London and yeah. obviously we've been or seen that environment, been in and around it. So was your dad sort of like, listen, obviously I'm doing what I'm doing, but listen, you're my son. I want the best for you. I'm living that life, but it's not for you. Pursue your dreams. Like this life here, it leads nowhere kind of thing. Yeah, like 100%. Like uh, my, my relationship with my dad at times has been, has been, been sticky, obviously. Like, like I said, we didn't really live with him, so... I can't remember how old was when they when they split up. So it was obviously my mum and and like I said, my granddad was at every game. He'd take me to training sessions. Um, so it was like learning from two different people in that sense. So obviously my granddad is like a great man, wonderful man, and, and has done so much for me. But then obviously there's also my dad with maybe a different technique, however you want to call it, and he had different knowledge and different things. So like I said, him growing up, there was six brothers and they all had to box. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. grew up in a, in a racist time as well where they where they had to fight a lot of people. Yeah. and So I learned different aspects and, and I think I, I took a lot from his mentality towards things. Um, you know, he was, I think he's probably, probably, like I've said before, I think he's probably the mentally the most strongest person I've met for what he's had to deal with in his life and what he's been through. So I've, I always think to myself, I can take things from a lot of, a lot of different people and, and I think that's what's been good over, over myself and my career that I've always thought that there's always something to learn from different people irrespective of what position they're in and what they're going through that I can I can take on even if I'm not going through it but if that was to happen to me then I know that if someone's been through that I can mm-hmm. learn from each and everyone's experience definitely no I definitely hear that so obviously going into the season so far I would say whole oh, wide mid-table yeah. right yeah. mid-table yeah. <laughs> 
what would you say the ambitions are for the rest of the season? I think the ambition is is still to just get promoted. You you have to aim highest. There's no reason why you want to stick in mid table and and be mm-hmm. safe and avoid relegation. I think with the owner, the people we have in this club, the the manager, the players, there's there's no reason why that we can't look up and, and push on to towards them promotion playoff spots. And I think you can see from this year the league is is yeah, super tight. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The champions, yeah, crazy. I think like Burnley, obviously they're kind of running away with it. Obviously, a very good team. You know, they've had a, a lot of investment this year. Great manager, and you know, so they're kind of running away of it. You, you look at Middlesbrough now, who are, mm. I think they're catching up on Sheffield yeah. United. So, yeah. and they was what they was in the relegation zone not long ago. I think when he took over. So, I think there's no reason why we can't be one of them teams that that get them to the playoffs. So is it kind of like yeah. you are looking at the league like, okay, Burnley, they're gone. And then it's like Sheffield United. That's possible. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, like you, you look at Burnley, and and I think I've been in the game long enough to know that, like, when you see teams, what they're doing, they're winning, and then like the other day, they get the last minute goal. I think they win one nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them little little moments is they're what get you promoted. Do you know what I mean? And mm. and they've got that big enough gap. They're they're comfy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, like I don't know what it is now with Sheffield. How many points they are behind Burnley? Like yeah, it's no, there's tight. a gap now. Yeah, there's yeah. Like becoming a gap. Yeah. That's starting to even then, there's a couple of teams that are going under the radar, like Millwall. They beat Sheffield yeah. yesterday. They're, they're going like, like to be honest, I didn't even know they was up there. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like teams just yeah, come yeah, from yeah, nowhere. Yeah. You win two or three in a row, yeah. then you're you're, yeah, there. you're there. But even in like the media, you're not really hearing about them. So it's mm-hmm. like I think sometimes that can be a blessing as well. So yeah, there's some good teams up there, but there's like I said, there's no reason why we shouldn't be up there. We just we just gotta have that more belief and. And going for Ryan, like since the gaffers come in, we've we've done really well. Um, I think obviously recently there's a few results that you where you look back and it could have been better. And if that happened, we'd, we'd be higher at the table. But you know, every game in the championship's tough. Yes. So you know, it's, as long as we can take care of what we can do, then there's no reason why we shouldn't look up to that. And you know, you don't want to be at the end of the season and just just be there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Just you don't want to just be nothing. mid-table. Yeah, and you want to keep fighting for something. So yeah, man, we just got to keep pushing. Yeah, so like I would say Hull are probably like the Nottingham Forest of the championship in terms of the changes that were made yeah. in the summer and, and in January. So like for you personally joining the club, because I know there was a period where you yeah. left Fulham, you were a free agent, you hadn't signed, you were training yeah. by yourself for a while. So why did you pick Hull over the other options that you, you had? Do you know what? Obviously, I knew I was leaving Fulham um, at the end of that season. And then it's just in football, everything takes so long to do, man. It takes time, and and you know what? It was it was nice to have a rest. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Just to, obviously, so yeah, like obviously that time period I was off. I think it was three months, maybe. You know, obviously the days you'll buy, and then it gets to a point where like right now, let me start mm. checking the phone. Let me see what's going on. And and I was having conversations with like clubs because and other people, and things were nearly done, and then it was falling through like last minute, and it was just yeah, it was like a it was like a nightmare, and then. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I remained positive and then I carried on and I was still having like the other conversations with clubs and and you can have the conversation with the club but then you might not hear for them mm-hmm. for two weeks and then all of a sudden it then goes from zero to 100 and, you know, I spoke with Hall and, and, and different things like that and then I, I spoke with uh, I spoke with the, the chief exec, Tan, um, and then, yeah, had the conversation with them, spoke with someone else in the club um, and the way they spoke was, was great, man. Um, you know, it was really good and then obviously Mika was there series so I knew oh, yeah, what, what kind of player he was mm. and I seen that they'd made some good signings and then they started the season well and 
and you know, and then obviously when you start seeing that, it obviously starts changing your mind on different things. Um, so yeah, like I was ready, but it was just yeah, it was it was a crazy time to be honest. It was I've been in that situation before, but I was I was a lot younger than when I left Coventry. Yeah, on a free, so it was a it was a bit of a different a different one um to deal with. But um yeah, like I said, there were so many things where. I was on the way to go do the medicals and it was... So was Preston one of the teams? Because I saw them like... Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I was <laughs> on an um, international break. Yeah. Uh, one of the boys plays for Preston. He was like, oh, and then I was getting messages people saying, congrats, you're signed for Preston. <laughs> I never even... I never spoke to them. Yeah. You know okay, I mean? so that was... So it was just like wild. I don't know where it come from. Don't come out of nowhere. Um, and then I started getting messages about... I think their manager said something about... He, he done some mad comment about characters or something. He doesn't want twats or something like that in his team. And I was getting messy. It must have been about me. But I'd never spoke to them. So, wow. yeah, I don't even know where that came from. Um, so yeah. what teams were like their sort of concrete interest in? I know you spent last season alone at Swansea. Yeah. You had a mad run. Like your goal involvement's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Scoring um, bangers and that. So what, what teams? Yeah, like there was a few. So I spoke to some teams in Italy, um, Turkey, a um, couple in the Prem as well. Um, and a few topping like the champ. Um and they was perfect because I wouldn't have had to move. So, yeah. obviously, I was settled in. Obviously, I'm settled in uh, Surrey and that. So, obviously, with the baby and stuff and the missus being from there, it was, it was some of them were going to be handy. But, you know, and then it all comes with the rumours about money and blah, blah. And it's like, for me, it was never about the money. It wasn't anything about that because what I realised over the last year when I left, not left Fulham, but when I went to Swansea and places like that, it gave me the enjoyment and love for football again. So, it weren't me trying to get money or blah, it wasn't, I wanted to just go somewhere I was happy where the fans appreciated me, where the ethics and the vibe and everything fitted, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where I could be at my best and I could be my happiest self when I could perform and, and do what I'm doing because I've touched on it before, like I said at Fulham, I lost myself, man, mm. for, a, for a bit, the way things had happened, the way things were going, the way I got treated at certain aspects and, and I, and I and I allowed too many people. I think, like I said, I think too many people. I was allowing them to dictate how I felt, and and it was yeah. Like I was disappointed in myself that I let that happen, but it's it's a learning process, and yeah. And that was really for me over in the summer. It was it was more. I wanted to go somewhere where I would fit, and it would fit how I believe things should be, and and where the fans, like I said, can take to me, and and the manager, the club, where they where they love you, and. Yeah, man, I think Hall just it fell into place, man. It was the right thing. Because funnily enough, the, the manager tried to sign me for Derby. He tried okay, to ring me to yeah, get me to come yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then he's, he's ended up here, man. So, yeah. That's I refreshing know, man. to yeah, hear yeah. because, like, yeah. obviously I know you're at the young old age yeah, of 30. Yeah, and, like, you hear in the media, players are like, okay, I'm 30 now. Yeah. This is potentially my last big contract. So, not I'm cashing out, but, yeah, listen, the financial element needs yeah. to be calm. And for you to just say, no, nah, listen, it's football. Yeah. I just want to enjoy my craft. Yeah. It's a short career. You need to be enjoying it. No, nah, big up to you, yeah, bro. Of course. You know, I don't get wrong. There's going to be like that financial <laughs> element as well. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. When yeah. I did have conversation with clubs, it's like, all right, listen, there's still a value that I have on myself. Mm. But we're not talking behind like, let's discuss. Because like I said, I just wanted to be happy, man. It well, Swansea, one of those clubs, because I know apparently <sighs> you had a mad run. Yeah. And yeah. obviously like it's natural for yeah, them to yeah. think, you know what? You were solid for us. Yeah, you performed. Yeah. We want to keep you on a permanent, but yeah, weren't the numbers stacking up? Yeah, like like I said, Swansea, I went there, and what is it? I've got three goals, five, six assists, yeah. like in 20, 22 games, whatever it was, and I was loving it there, man. I enjoyed it. It was, like I said, it, it made me change the way I was thinking at that time, how I'd been for maybe the last few years, and, 
how it is to go into a club where the fans actually like love you and they take mm. to you and the manager and whoever it was from like day one. So I felt that love, but yeah, man, Swansea said to me they wanted to sign me like after like a few games, and I was up for it. I was like, yeah, like let's talk. And then quiet, nothing was okay. happening. Yeah, nothing was happening. But in my head, to be honest, I was thinking, yeah. I'm gonna come back. Yeah, like my yeah. my missus loved it. The baby loved it. there on the yeah. beach and stuff, man. It's yeah. nice. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. Like I'm in my head. I'm just thinking Swansea. Yeah. Like nothing of it. And then get to the end of the season, and yeah, man. Before the last thing, managers like owners don't want to sign you. They're too old. Too old. Yeah, what one of them was like, like that? You're too old. The other one wanted to sign me. To be fair, he was like, but they like there's no value. That's almost like yeah. ages. Yeah. At the time, I'm 29. Yeah, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, I ain't hit the 30 mark <laughs> at this point. But yeah, I was kind of a bit baffled. And I was like, all right, fair enough. And then, in the, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, all right, do I even play the last game of the season? Do you know what I mean? Okay, what? Because like, you felt like disrespected, so to speak. Yeah, like, mm. but then I'm thinking, well, why should I risk myself? Yeah, you, like, club, yeah you don't want to me. But then, like, I didn't want to disrespect the manager or the fans because they're taken to me and... The manager had been unbelievable with me as well, like so. Yeah, played that last game, and then I thought, you know what, like let's we'll, let's talk over the summer still, and and yeah, I, I spoke to him, and the owner was like, nah, like there's no value. And well, then, he said that yeah, to yeah. you directly, or was that through like your intermediary? Yeah, or something? he said that to my agent, and okay, yeah. And then I spoke with the manager, and he went like, listen, I can't offer you nothing, and I said okay, then I had to like move on, and then yeah. Then at the end of that season, I, I spoke to some other clubs. I was waiting on them, but and some of these foreign clubs, though, they just they want to do it there and then. Like it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like you're asking yeah, me to move country yeah, in five yeah, minutes. Yeah, like I'm like, bro, I've got people to speak to. Yeah, my kid, got my wife. I need yeah. to talk. Yeah, relax, like, you know? like oh, well, we need an answer, yes or no. By by the end of the day, I'm like, nah, it takes takes more time than that. So yeah, man, I didn't want to rush into anything. I just I had to stay patient. But yeah, like I said, I loved I loved it at Swansea, man. It was it was such a good place. The people, everything was it was just right, and it was the right moment, right time to go there. And it just all it all worked out like perfectly, really. And then now I've got the same similarities with Hall. Mm. I feel so. Yeah, it was. I don't know divine intervention. I don't know how you wanna, <laughs> how you want to put it, man. But yeah, yeah, it was. It's everything felt right. You know what's mad? I'm a bit confused because, in fact, maybe it's my lack of football knowledge. Mm. Maybe, <laughs> but like you yeah. said, you knew you was leaving Fulham. Mm. Like, what do you mean by that? Did the club tell you that, or like what what happened? You know what? When so. When um we got promoted the the second time after COVID yeah. and we gone up and then I went to Forest, so like it was it was crazy. Obviously they were talking to me and then I was meant to get a new deal, and then um oh well, uh, next nowhere like two right backs are signing. So oh, yeah, Ola Aina yeah, and Tete and Tete. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, well, the conversation. So was before, this still like verbally agreed kind of thing? Like yeah, they were like coming on the Monday, blah blah. Okay. We had a good conversation. They were like, yeah, and then two, and they were like, oh, you need to go Forest on loan. You need to, or we've got an offer from no, Forest no, to go. Like, you have to go. <laughs> so I'm like, in the space of 24, 48 hours, like, what's happened? Do you know what I mean? I'm outside the training ground now, so we have to do the COVID test. So like, you're queuing up. And then I get the phone call. I'm about to come in the training ground. And I was like, oh. He's like, yeah, you need to go to Forest. Is this the manager or? It's my agent at the time, but then I go okay. in and speak to the manager. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's best that you go. Like, he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I, I wanted one. I was un understandable, like. You know what I mean? You usually have competition for thingy, but then I was like, yeah, two's a bit, it's wild. Yeah. So like, and I'm thinking, well, you must have knew over that time period when you spoke to me because the conversation was different. And yeah, man, like my my head was just gone. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, so I just felt it was a bit muggy, to be honest, the way it was handled. Like I, 
and and for me as a player, like I always say, like when I've had issues with that, like oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a big man. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, can handle it. Yeah. Like if you want to be honest, with me just be honest. Like I can take it because that's football. That's the nature of the game. Yeah. Like, but when things like that happen, that's that's what annoys me because you could have just told me there and then, mm. and, and I don't understand then the reasonings behind it and everything. So what were the reasonings? Because we speak to footballers and their well, main gripe. I, I didn't get a reason. So still now. Yeah. Like there was no, there was no reasoning for it. Like I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like they didn't really give me anything. It was just, yeah, you should go Forest. It's a good club. Blah blah. So when you're seeing yeah. in the press that, okay, Fulham sign Ola Aina on loan from Torino. Yeah, yeah. Fulham for sign Tete. Yeah, yeah. From whatever club he's in. Yeah. Are you sort of saying the writing's on the wall? Are you thinking, no, oh, calm. Like this is football. We're in the yeah. Prem now. I expect competition. No, when it's two, it's different. Do you know what I mean? Because usually it's like, oh, the commas like you have two for each position. Do you know what I mean? In in the squad. So when I see Natan and the two were coming in, it was just like, oh, okay, crazy. Like, no, no, like good players. Do you know what I mean? Teddy, unbelievable. Yeah, defender. he's on like, form this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. but you could you could see that. But do you know what I mean? It was just it was one of them, and it was like, okay, f- all right, fair enough. But it was it's, it was more the honesty, like the aspect of that really. Um, so yeah, like, but at the moment in time, I think what was, was worse for me is that like I thought that I'd played well that season, I'd done well, and obviously before that it'd been a bit hit and miss. Do you know what I mean? I was in for like one game out for a few, and I felt like I'd come over a lot of obstacles and and was doing well and got myself into a good place. When away, I thought I was coming back. Like I said, they were saying you're coming back to play and you're gonna be involved. And then, like I said, in that forty hours, it it all changed, man. It was it was just crazy, and I'm like. Yeah, but what's your take on like clubs like almost using players? Okay, you're you're excellent in the championship, get promoted yeah, to the Premier yeah. League. All right, thanks. That's your services yeah. done. Bye bye. Like, what's your, what's your take on that? It's yeah. I don't understand it. To be like, fair, do you think that's a thing in football? Kind of. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it definitely is. I feel like at Fulham, like the first couple of times that they just there was no trust in the boys that got promoted, and I think a lot of the boys knew that. Okay. So then. When we come back, they got relegated the second time. When I was at Forest, we come back. A lot of the boys were now coming back. And I, mm-hmm. Obviously, probably that's why Scotty probably had to he had to go as well because you've just binned off a lot of people. Now you're asking them to do it again for the third time. Yeah. There's that element as well. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, it's it's tough. Like you can obviously understand because they want to bring in obviously quality. people that have yeah, yeah, quality yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but how do you know them people aren't going to thrive when they go yeah. up? You see it so many times with other teams. You look at Sheffield when they went up. They stuck with their players. They've done really well. This Bro, time, look at Fulham, Mitrovic. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a perfect yeah. example. But now you look at Marco Silva this year with mm. Fulham. He's, he's stuck with a lot of the boys. Do you know what I mean? And then he's added that small bit of different quality. Mm. And now they're thriving. They're sixth in the league. I think that's where before it went wrong. And and as a player, you under you can see that. Like, you, you feel like they don't have confidence in you. And it's not, it's not a great thing. So what's the it's signs feeling. of feeling that they don't have confidence in you then? Um, I don't know. You just sometimes you can just gauge it like by the way they speak to you or like the training sessions, them obviously bringing in other people, the opportunities that that you don't get. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you just pick up on like the vibe and that and then from, yeah, just from the off, like things from the outside as well, you, you see and that and it's just, yeah, like, I don't know, it's, it's it's hard to like pick up on. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes when you're just in the environment, you just, you pick up on it but you only got to look at some of the players now. You look at, Tim Ream. Yeah, he's driving. He's what, yeah, like 30, yeah. like mid 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, having probably one of the best careers of his, not best careers, best, best periods, best periods of his yeah, life. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at 35, but that's from people having the confidence and he's got the confidence in himself, don't get me wrong, but 
you've got a manager that's believing in him. Mm-hmm. He's got the fans believing in him. And then you know, the whole team's believing in themselves as well. Like, don't get me wrong at the end of the day. And, and that's what it can do for you. So when people say about age and all this, and well, football is about opportunity, man. Mm-hmm. I, I speak with some of the young boys here. Mika, we, we say football's opportunity, right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Things can be different, but yeah, man, it's that's what it's about, really. The, yeah, you like I said, you pick up on things, and yeah, football, man, it's just it's, <laughs> yeah, a, crazy, it's was, a crazy game. <laughs> there was a nucleus of players that I think maybe Tom Kearney, yeah. um, Big Heck, yeah. yourself, people that sort of just frozen out. Yeah. You guys sort of have a conversation like, listen, uh, like we've worked so hard to get this opportunity. Yeah. That's like in careers, you work towards progression. Okay. Yeah. Tick the box of championship, I performed. Yeah. Premier League, we're getting cast aside with no reason. Do you have those conversations? Like, this is just, this is a joke, or is it just, this is football? Uh, it's, yeah, sometimes it's just, this is football. Do you know what I mean? Like, people obviously understand the things that go on and and what, never not. I never really like, we never really sat there and like, oh, yeah, fucking hell. Like, I mean, yeah, do you know what I mean? We weren't really like one of them, yeah. But, but like, you can understand and then you can see the frustration from some of the boys because. Like I said, you've worked so hard to get there and then you think your opportunity's coming and, and you feel in a good place and all of a sudden you've just shut down. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you've gone from feeling up there to now you're you're down here. And, and, and like I said, for some people are just comfortable with that. You're more than happy to just be a bit part player. But And it's like crazy. Like people say, oh yeah, you've been at so-and-so club and this club. And it's like, bro, I'm, I'm not going to sit around and waste my time and waste my life and career what so I can sit there and pick up my money and do what? Because either way you're doomed if you do do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're gonna yeah, hammer yeah. you for sitting on the bench <laughs> or waiting yeah, around yeah, or not yeah, even being yeah, a squad. Yeah, yeah, he's just picking up his money. Definitely. But then you go to that, it's like, oh yeah, well, right, more clubs and Tiger or whatever. You know, yeah. what I mean? you know that crap banter that they want to come with, like. So okay, so who says in, in football or media is that like fans? Yeah, fans, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what, what do you want me to do? You want me to sit there and then you can cuss me for sitting there and picking, not doing nothing? Do you know what I mean? Or I want to go play. That's mm-hmm. what my. That's what my goal was. Yeah. And obviously, the, like I said, most people got, they want to get to the Premier League and you want to show yourself and you want to prove yourself in, in the top league. And like I said, when you ain't got an opportunity, you have, to, you have to look for the opportunities elsewhere, man. But like I said, some people are happy to just sit there and, and be fine with it. But for me, I, that's not me, man. I, I want to be enjoying it and I want to go out there and, and prove myself. And, and like I said, I want to get to the, you want to get to the top of the game and, and be at the pinnacle and, like I said, um, I might be 30, but I know in myself how my body feels young, and bro. my yeah, body yeah, feels yeah, good. Yeah, young, bro. Yeah, yeah. young, bro. But like, <laughs> I say to people, I look at my career, when was the last time I was injured? Do you know Since what I mean? Derby, I, probably a yeah, derby. Derby yeah. was my last yeah. time I got injured. Yeah. And that was like a bit of a freak one, to be honest. Like, So I keep myself fit. I keep myself in check. I look after myself. So, yeah, I know that I've got a lot left in me and I've got a lot left to achieve. And, and like I said, with this manager now as well that I've got, like he knows that because he he got to the prem at thirty one, thirty two with Brighton, mm-hmm. and then he finished his career there. Do you know what I mean? Well, so same position, right? Was he same position? Yeah, yeah right. But yeah, I yeah, played yeah, against yeah. him, and like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's it's crazy, man. So yeah, man, you just got to keep believing, man. And you've tasted it as well. Yeah, you played course, in the prem. Yeah, so yeah. how was that experience? Like you've hit yeah. the pinnacle. Yeah, for mm-hmm. me, like it was, it was it was good, man. It was a good it was a good learning. It was a good opportunity, good learning thing, but. Uh, it was just, it was so much chopping and changing going on that year. Like, mm-hmm. it was tough. And obviously, in, in the Premier League, like every shot is just like, any mistake, it's it's <laughs> like it's in the, the back of the net, yeah. <laughs> like, you get punished, like, quick. Like, in the Championship, sometimes, it, they yeah, don't put it, yeah, yeah, you get away with it. So, like, you kind of take a few liberties. But, yeah, in the Prem, man. But, like, that year was tough for me because it was like, I'd play one game and then I'd come out for four or five. So, there was no real ever 
And I feel like that's what summed up my Fulham career, really, to be honest. There was never any consistency. And, and I always come into a tough environment because they love Fredo. Do you know what I mean? When I come in, and obviously when they signed me, it was... Fredo yeah, like Ryan Fredericks. Yeah, yeah, Fredo was obviously yeah, meant to be yeah, yeah. going. So, yeah. And then obviously he didn't go, so then it was like stop and start for me. Do you know what I mean? Because at Middlesbrough, I was flying. And then Pulis come in, and then that was obviously a whole different... Well, he wanted to play like centre-backs, full-backs. Yeah, yeah, so he put shot on... Shot had been playing centre-half next to me. Then he told me I was too small to play right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, man, it was crazy. That's like then, typical Pulis. 6'2". Yeah, 6'2". Yeah. So then, yeah, he told me I was too small. So then like, but I'd gone and signed a five-year deal. Do you know what I mean? So it was... So I was going to be there for the long term because I, I loved it there. And I was, like I said, I played, I played every game. And then, yeah, Pulis come in and just, yeah, he told me I was too small. Then he said, do you want to play left wing? I was like, not really, to be honest. Like, that's not that's not me. And then, but you know what? He was he was all right about it. Like, mm -hmm. me trying to leave. Do you know what I mean? I, I can't say that he was, he wasn't an arsehole about it. Sometimes managers can kick oh, and they can do certain yeah. things. But he was all right, to be fair. Like, um, and yeah, it was like, obviously, I ended up signing same day as Mitro, deadline day. But yeah, it was, it was always tough for me to come in and then, I think then you start getting compared to, to I was getting compared to Fredo and how he was because obviously the fans loved him but like I said man comparison is a FIFA joy man yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you weren't taking me for me and um, how I play mm. like, I come in and then Area. I got an assist and then I got an assist the next game and then it was like oh, right. no I didn't play for a couple more games and then yeah man it was just that's so why were you happened. getting brought out because obviously when you get taken out of the team yeah. any explanation are you playing okay this is what I want from my fullback or you're not mm. No, no. I wasn't, it wasn't really getting any explanation. It was just the team was named and then that was it. Like, no real, no one was really saying nothing. And then, but it was like the games I was coming in, it was like, out of you, yeah, like I'd done well in some of the games. And then it was like, all right, you want to follow that up. Do you know what I mean? And then you mm. want to, and you're like, I'm starting to feel good. And then it's like, all right, now you're out for three games. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? And then, yeah. but like, no, I was getting thrown in against like Man City's and that. Okay. You don't really touch the ball, do you know what I mean? Like so that's always a tough game as well. Is like, that almost yeah. not I don't wanna seem um, pessimistic, almost being set up to fail like a city. Sometimes top of the yeah. league. sometimes like, that's how it felt to me. Like yeah. yeah. It was like but then like I'd done well, but then like I know I've done well in some of the games, but then like from out some people are saying oh certain things, do you know what I mean? Like and at times I feel like I was getting blamed for a lot of stuff. And it was just yeah, like I said, it was just a it was just a strange spell of yeah, your career just a kind of thing. spell, yeah. Like it just Nothing seemed right, do you know what I mean? It just weren't, yeah. Nothing I, stuck. Yeah, like, yeah. Where, whereas you said yeah. Swansea, everything just felt right. Family yeah, like, yeah. Everything felt good. You like, play well, you're out yeah. of the team. Even there was an incident, I know, um, in the championship, was it away to Barnsley, yeah, yeah, where yeah. there was like a racist hit incident, sister, yeah, yeah. hit your sister. So yeah, what yeah. happened there? Obviously, I didn't I didn't know about it, but then obviously like, it's like crazy, because obviously like the reaction from it was mad. But then the weirdest thing, the guy that done it, oh, there was there was club people there, so they all saw it. So the people from Fulham actually saw it happen and they heard it. But they like acting as if it was us that's when it says something, but it was the club that reported it as well. And there was people's other family members there. So there was a lot of people there. Oh what players of a yeah, yeah, family obviously the, all the players, family, the club officials, they all sit in the same section. Yeah. So he done it there, do you know what I mean? So was it in like a hospitality section? No, 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 it was in the away stand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was in the away stand. So yeah, obviously then that happened and then do you know what I mean? Like I even then, we didn't really want to push nothing through, but because it obviously, it got out and there was so much stuff about it, it had to basically be, be done because obviously there's been other incidents where I've had to go through it and it's just, you don't get nothing at the end of it. It's just pointless. It just dies out. They don't really want to do nothing. Um, 
And yeah, I think he got a lifetime ban in the end from Fulham, but obviously he went to the is it CPS. Yeah, Crown. And he got yeah, and he was obviously not guilty or whatever, but. We already know what the CPS is like, so what's your take yeah. on that though? Because to me, that sounds like yeah. a joke. Like, let's yeah, so it's, it's a joke. Like, but then mm. when it turns out, like the the police didn't do their job properly, so they missed out a lot of like they didn't pass forward the evidence that the people had witnessed it. Um, so yeah, that's mm-hmm. why like Fulham had the grounds to ban him for life because mm-hmm. they had all the thingy. There was all, so 20, basically there were like yeah. gaps in the investigation when they're missing out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, Fulham done their job, but Fulham the police job, yeah. didn't do their job. Yeah, yeah. Because so. Fulham had all the, obviously, the witness statements. There was like 20 plus people heard it and saw it. So so what was I actually didn't. said, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, man. Um, it was, so basically, apparent, so through the thing, he was saying a lot of like, He'd already said a few, and he'd already been told by the stewards to get removed because he'd already been racist. I don't, um, yeah, I don't really obviously like want to repeat some of oh, the stuff, cool. but yeah, like it was bad. Mm. So then, so like what is it like the N word, all of that kind of stuff, or that just remarks kind DC, of thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know heard that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Know, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but, he, but I'm telling you. The, the Fulham officials are sitting there, and they was the ones that told him like, come. But obviously they're in there because they're fans course, as well. Of course, so. of course. So they've said something to him, and they, the stewards haven't really like done nothing. And then at the end of the game, he was giving it out to, but it was only at the boys' oh, origin. Do you yeah, get me? So yeah, like, yeah. so then obviously he was there, and I was just like, "Oh, is it alright if you don't shout down my ear?" And he was like, "What?" And then as he turned around, he punches her in the side of the head, and then they were like, "Oh, fuck, we don't like your kind." Blah blah, you deserve it. But he's with his kids, so his kids are crying. Then his wife had time to say he runs off. His old man's laughing. They like think it's funny, but then he's obviously got a little group of Fulham fans. And they, what are they young guys or like older? No, he's, a, he's a grown man, bro. Like, yeah, he's yeah. early forties, maybe late thirties. But then they're all jumping on social media, coming at me like. But then it's mad because I can't say nothing, <laughs> so I'm not allowed to like interact with them. Because the yeah. club have told you, listen, yeah, 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 yeah. it's in our hands. Yeah, so they're obviously like, oh, don't say nothing, blah blah. blah. Like you, you just have to take it. But they're seeing everything. Do you know what I mean? So like. Obviously, all the clubs have like they have their things where they're checking the social media of the boys, and so it's like it's it's crazy. So yeah, they were all coming at me, and I'm like, I can't really say nothing. But they're like backing him. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, and for me, like obviously, I was so desperate. So well, why is there twenty plus people? And the worst thing was about it, no one knew who he was. So we didn't know who he was. No one knew who he was. He handed himself in. So (laughs) you're guilty. Surely, why are you handing yourself in? Because no one knew you. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. didn't know him till who he was till the Monday. But straight after the game, he emailed saying, oh, I was involved in an incident, blah, blah, I need to speak. But by the time Monday's come, he's lawyered up. Do you know what I mean? So now he's like, oh, you have to speak to the lawyer. Do you know what I mean? So you you clearly was guilty or something yeah, yeah. because why would you hand yourself in and, cool. and no one knew who he was? So yeah, man. And then they started abusing other people. Um, yeah, crazy. Like They started abusing other people because they found out some of the people were witnesses. It was like they look. I'm just thinking like so witness like, intimidation basically, or yeah, like, they're just on social media mm-hmm. giving it the big one. Like, but they're people so that, like yeah. in, the, in the DMs or like Instagram. No, or? they're like tagging me on like Twitter and that, <laughs> and then like yeah, Instagram, blah blah, blah. and then like you know like it was crazy because then obviously like they're saying certain stuff and and whatever, and I can't respond. But then um, like two guys sent me a letter apologizing because basically the club were banning them. So now they're like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. They're going, oh, I've got issues I going on. Viv was, Viv was yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going yeah. to me like, oh, 
like blah blah blah. Like oh, I've got things going on. So I'm so like, why that, don't, that don't give you the right to come to the Saturday at three o'clock and because what's happening in your it's like it's a release for them, isn't it? So they think, oh, we ain't gonna get caught. But now they got caught. Now they're trying to cry. But it was funny because one of them sent a letter, like, crying his eyes out, crying on the phone, um, to the people. But then three days later, he's on giving it the big one on to yeah, I told her to <laughs> fuck off, silly bitch. Like, but, and I'm like, yeah. yo, like, yeah. oh, man. I could have easily just outed him, but like. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what I'm gonna do. Do you know what I mean? Like, but that sort of thing is they can hide behind their Twitter. But then it's crazy because, like I said to people before, it's like when I said it's like, well, at some point people are gonna take it into their own hands. Because what happens if someone stumbles into? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. at the end of the day, like I said, you got family members, you got friends. Yeah, like people are seeing it. Yeah, no, let's be honest. Yeah. I swear from the roads. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So a like, beating will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, but then I said that to them, and it was like, yeah. well, you just get arrested straight away. And I'm like, well, why can't you arrest them straight away? Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, because the week before, I had like eight of my boys were there. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? right. so, it would so have basically, been. they kind of not yeah. they done it on the right week. If yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Not, not, yeah. not that you get what I'm saying. Usually, I have a, lot, a few people like come yeah. to the game. Do you know what I mean? So like they would have been, it would have been on smoke. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, but knowing the type of people they are, because they would have saw that they wouldn't have tried. You get what I'm saying? It's the point where it's like though, but it's it gets to the point where they're like they're sick of it. Cause they're seeing it, so it's like worse for them because they can see it all. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I can switch it off. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they're like seeing it, and then your like family are seeing it, and like, they're not happy. Do you know what I mean? And then like, because obviously everything they've gone through with like police and whatever, and how they've grew up and the racism mm-hmm. and whatever, not like like I said, the people get points that they get sick of it. Like my dad's sick of it. Do you know what I mean? Like I got people saying, well, yeah, well, because like it was funny because they was um they was on their Insta Twitter, like you know, like little feed and that. Mm-hmm. So they knew where they was drinking. So they were like, well, all right, well, we'll rock up and we'll see them because they have the, they've seen them on their Instagram and their yeah, Twitters yeah, yeah. and whatever not. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, you can't do me. But I already know that nothing's going to happen from it. Do you know what I mean? And do you know what, to be fair to Fulham, they were so good with it. Like, the okay. people there, like, the way they dealt with it. So they, like, but they had it all there. So they were shocked, like, so it was crazy. But, like I said, police didn't do nothing. CPS failed so it. You know, I was going to say that. How's the, how's the abuse today? Because I think maybe a week ago, um, Tony mm. scored the equaliser against yeah, yeah. Arsenal, and then after the game, you see like racial abuse, and then Brentford had to put out a statement that they're disgusted and yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. So in terms of that, for you, because we always speak to black players, and they're like, "Look, look at my Insta DMs. Yeah, yeah. look it. I can show you right now. Yeah, You'll yeah. see like ten comments. Yeah. For you, is that something you've experienced or? Yeah, man, I experienced it for a while, man. So when um, I was at, it started the first real like time when it went big was when I was at Middlesbrough um, and I was at Ireland so the World mm. Cup playoffs um, Denmark yeah but before mm. previous to that um, so you obviously you play like it's like September, October, November and it's, you have the games so September games I was getting racial abuse and I was just from like yeah from fans man like, what fans of your own team or uh, Ireland or other I'm, I different people bro mm. like Irish people English fans, whatever it was, that might be Irish fans or they might have been whatever team we were playing. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. Just ignoring it. Don't say nothing because I've already been there where it's just like you say something, it's it's just pointless. Every time you're, oh, why are you playing the victim? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, yeah. if you say that you lost the game, it's like, oh, you're just blaming that on the on the game. Do you know what I mean? And that, that was the same thing when it happened with my sister. I was like, oh, it's because you had a bad game. Do you know what I mean? Like that, all that mumble. Yeah. Mumble jumble. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then... So I'm like, ah, oh, whatever I like. So then the next month, 
same thing's happening. I hear people, and I'm like, but at these times, some of them I ain't seeing because at the time it was getting that bad. Like someone else was doing my social media for me, and I'm like, so he, he basically yeah, handed. But he was seeing like when he was like, okay. oh, listen, this is what happened. So I wasn't seeing some of them. Obviously, I've still got the login. But <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't really want to check, but he was showing me. And then yeah, like November come the World Cup player final. I think I think it was November anyway. And then obviously the own goal happened. It's like oh, I couldn't stop the own goal. Do you know what I mean? Hit the mm-hmm. post, hit my leg, went in. Like it was one of them, but. I was the one that got the blame for everything. We like lost five one. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was like one of them. But yeah, I've, so I'm obviously I'm angry. I don't want to come on. I don't check my phone. And then, um, but then people were sending me messages. But I'm just like in my own little world right now. Like vex about the game. Like we're this close to the World Cup. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because obviously them times at Ireland when we went one 0 up, we never really lost. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we was a solid team. It just everything just went wrong that night. And then, and then I'm like, oh yeah. And then people come like, are you all right? Yeah, well, I'm not gonna be all right. We just lost, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm still not peeping like what people are saying on my phone. And then, um, yeah, man. And then I I checked it, and I was like, oh Jesus, man! I didn't even see this. Like I weren't really taking it in too much. And then, um, yeah, it was like so. Saw that, and then I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then James McLean was the one that brought it up at like an awards, and then that's how it kind of all came out and then blew up, um, because he said something. And then I was like, but well, it shouldn't take for him to say it to then go out and I feel like that's always the case like mm-hmm. when a white person speaks up about racism we seem to take it in more than when like the black players mm-hmm. say it so it was like crazy enough that that's when all the police started doing their investigation and blah blah and I'm like yeah man right cool well the guys started a petition to have me lynched do you know what I mean that's that's wild <laughs> and I'm like that's crazy and then it's like yeah fuck off back to Jamaica fuck off you black bastard go back to your own country and all and I'm like alright well like what are you going to do about it and then, like, I'm going to the people, like, because I think I was at Middlesbrough at the time. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to deal with it, like, because I already know that they're not going to do nothing. And he's like, yeah, well, we're going to have to, we're going to have to see them out and blah, blah. So then I'm getting all messages from these people that, like, I think it's like, kick it out or whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. Show raise, whoever them authorities and they're trying to now do interviews. And I'm like, I don't want to do an interview about it. Like, like, let's move on. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've got the investigation going on. But the people's faces and that are there and their names, so they have all their information. And I was sitting there. I've got. F- I had to fly over to Ireland to speak to the guard and that. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, found him." Like straight away. I'm like, "All right, cool." They seem like they're. Oh, they're <laughs> <being> <laughs> <out>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fair enough and that. Yeah, but, yeah. but like when I'm sitting there, like, but they look like a bit of a sitcom police. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they look like a joke thing. So I'm like sitting there, and then bro, some of the questions that started coming at me, they were going like, and I was sitting there, and they went. Yeah, I don't think there's a lawyer there. Mm. She meant to be on my side, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, she going. So um, yeah, I just can't believe that someone would say that. And I was like, all right, well, it did. Do you know what I mean? You can see mm. that she's like, oh, the police going. Oh, I just, I wouldn't believe anyone in Ireland could be racist. Come on. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then he's like, yeah, I just, I just wouldn't. And I was like, well, you're not gonna understand, are you? Because mm. was there anyone never... in the room so that got, was of black got, heritage? No. Nah, so obviously, I've got my agent. I've got someone from the FAI, the lawyer, the police. And I'm sitting there and in my head, I'm just thinking, well, like, the man is saying, oh, we don't understand how anyone could be racist. And I'm like, all right. So then it's like, then I start having to reel in off stories yeah. of like what's happening in like my childhood, these different like, situations. Oh my God, are they? They're like, oh, I couldn't believe that could happen. Like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I couldn't, I don't think anyone would say that. And I'm like, well, it did happen. So then the next question was, all right, well, when you're walking out into the stadium in the tunnel, 
do you fear for your life? I said, what, what's that got to do with <laughs> Like, what, what yeah. kind of question is that? Yeah. And he went, all right, well, let me rephrase it. When you're walking out the tunnel and you're holding the mascot's hand and you get onto the pitch, do you fear for your life that someone's going to come on and kill you? Huh? I said, what? Heck? What I said, are you thinking? What? I said, irrespective of that, it happened after the game or during the game. Mm. So, like, I'm not thinking about that. They went, oh, okay. Um, all right, so when you were asleep in the hotel before the game, do you fear for your life? That when you go on the pitch that like someone could actually kill you and i was like that's got nothing to do with yeah. what is going on do you know what i mean from another planet yeah, it's crazy so then after that third question i said you know what wrap this up <laughs> oh you told them yeah i said i'm going like, I'm, I'm getting yeah. back on the flight i'm, I'm yeah. done like, yeah. so then they're like oh, okay well we've got these people we've got all their stuff blah blah, blah. We'll, we'll get the investigation sorted and i just thought i said no it's gonna happen mm. and i'm like the guy from Middlesbrough that was with me as well, he was like, I've never witnessed anything like that. That was crazy. And I said, I told you before. I said, this is why I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And he was like, I understand now where you're coming from. So then um, someone ran, my dad rang here, yeah, the, um, the guard, they said, oh, like, what's the situation with, they went, oh, we don't have anyone that deals with that case. We don't have a department for that. And then, well, and after that meeting, I never heard a thing. Not a peep from no basically, one. Basically, yeah. So yeah. basically, went for a process yeah. just, just out look, of yeah. courtesy. Just then, let me tick the box. But basically. then I'm getting right calls and you know, like trying to do interviews. So like people that have, like I said, like the show, but it wasn't like I don't know if it's the English based, the Irish based ones, whoever it was. And I'm like, no, I don't want to, don't want to do an interview. It's pointless. Like I don't want to talk about it. Like we've all seen what's happened. Blah blah. So then now, um, he's like. Do you not want to do it? I said, no. So I'm getting letters. They're sending me letters saying, oh, can we please do an interview? And somehow they're getting hold of my number, messaging me. I'm ignoring everything. Then an email come through. I don't care about the situation, but we need to look like we're doing something. So you they, said that? Yeah, they forgot to take me out of the email. <laughs> so the boss of the thing. <laughs> no yeah, way. Yeah, so I who, swear to The God, boss of who? Of one of these uh, organizations for the racism thing. So they said, yeah, yeah, we, say, yeah, we don't care about the situation. We need to get it, the interview, so it looks good for us. So this was yeah. from the Irish. I this one publication, yeah, really, I don't, show racism or oh, show one, one of them, one yeah, of them. one of them. So basically, a clangor. This is a clangor. This yeah, is a massive clangor. Like, 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 I said no. I said never again. So then the yeah. funny is, well, they tried to, um, and I think this is what goes on with all of the cases. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then like, they tried to. Um, when I'm away, I obviously got to do media duties. One of my media things come through to them. I said, nah, I'm not doing it. Like, And the guy knew, because obviously I've told him and he's seen it. He was in <laughs> so so yeah. what was his reaction? Oh, you've just sent and me. And he's this. like, I've told them. Like, and you show me the emails, like, I've told them. They, but they were like, basically just desperate to try and get me on. And yeah, it was crazy. And then then after that, then um, some like Middlesbrough fans, and they was like young kids. They were in that thing. And then he's obviously calling me the M word and blah, blah. And he's, he's abusing this girl like she was a fan of mine. And he was like, she was like, he's like, oh, like he was saying mad stuff, like mm. for a kid as well. Do you know what I mean? It was crazy. So Toxic then, like, yeah, yeah, she's sent me them on thingy, so I retweeted it. Like, oh, <laughs> like this is the kind of stuff that happens on the, yeah, yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, then obviously that blew up, and they were like, oh, well, why are you out? And I was like, well, if I don't out it, then like people ain't gonna know how to deal with it, and they just let it slide, and there's no consequences. And obviously, I did, I did feel bad because like they're kids, but then at the end of the day, I'm thinking, all right, so. Like what, what the parents Assessing yeah, them what, to say yeah things, like what's basically. going on like yeah, yeah, yeah. how do they know all this stuff right so then next thing obviously I've ended up leaving Middlesbrough so I don't know what Middles have done they were sorting it and then well, I'm getting death threats now some guys miss me say watch when I see you I'm going to stab you in your heart with a dagger 
He's like, wow. you know, he's sending me a picture of four black people hanging from a tree. So this is you and your family when I see you. Um, he kept sending it and he was like, I can't wait to push so a dagger in your heart. And that. So, so yeah. like, what do you react? Are you showing people you're just like laughing? Like, These guys are like, mad. I'm laughing. Attacked, I ain't yeah. taking him seriously. Like, yeah. like, but, but, but I replied yeah, but to him. I said, all right, come, bro. Come <laughs> see me then. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but yeah. Know, Cyrus, like, when you go yeah. outside, do you feel that? Like, hold on. Nah, you're a bit nah. paranoid. Nah, 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 not even. Okay, okay, By the way, on. this is not yeah. funny, but yeah. this yeah. is the stuff that goes on for professional footballers. You understand? So like, I was a bit like, but then obviously my family was shook. And then to be fair, Fulham were like, oh, do you need security? And and the owner was like, oh, he's like, if you need it. And I'm like, no, I'm good, man. Like, don't worry. Like, yeah. I don't think it's a serious thing. But then they, do you know, what? I think they actually found the person in the end or whatever. Like, they had some sort of, like, they made some sort of connection. But then, then again, nothing happened. And I, I'm getting death threats, like, and they're saying they're going to kill me, my family. If we're going to be hanging from the, they're sending me, I swear to God, four people from a tree hanging, like, from back in the day. Like, do you know what I mean? And this it's is there sick. for see, yeah. yeah. This is sick. But then it's like, yeah. There's the whole thing of like FT Twitter or something, football Twitter. Oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah, the people yeah, that yeah. they have like um, a picture of a footballer and they have their name in the thing, and it's like a whole. I didn't even know it's a whole community. One guy messaged me, he said, "I think I know who it is." And he, it was a grown man, and I'm like, "Bro, so what?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, it's, we go around. It's like a whole thing to abuse players and people. Jeez, no lifers. And These like, people, they checked, need to be checked. checked they need to be medically assessed. Yeah. Honestly, it's a big man with three <laughs> kids. Yeah, Medic, yeah. medical yeah. assessment. Yeah. They need it. Three kids and that, and I'm like. So like, bro, like, what, like, what possesses you to do that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I said, you got to like, imagine someone abusing your kids. Do you know what I mean? Cause at the end of the day, every footballer, do you know what I mean? With someone's kids, family, blah blah blah. So like, like we understand there's there's a lot of pressure, but you want to just enjoy football and and what you shouldn't be thinking about that kind of stuff. And and it's all right, like we know that abuse is gonna come, like it's part and parcel of the game. But there's an element of crossing the line of. If it's you know performance I mean? yeah. based, or you were poor yeah, yeah. today, or yeah. I thought you should have done better yeah. for the goal, it's yeah. fair enough. Everyone can take that, like, and you can respect people for that because obviously, at the end of the day, football is a game of opinion, so people are going to have it and whatever. But it's when they start, oh, yeah, shit, da da da, like, and it's like, all right, you're right, cool, whatever. But then certain lines keep getting crossed mm. and crossed. So and, yeah. at, at that time, where was your headspace? Because it's easy to say, oh, you can take it on the chin. Obviously, yeah, you're a big you, understand the thing. But surely, like, like it must have an impact on your mental sort of yeah no no for real like it's it's annoying because then like you, you're constantly people asking questions about it what as in are you okay and that are you yeah okay? then it like starts, it's a bit draining yeah, like, yeah, yeah and then people are like, oh this didn't happen and then that happened and then like it's a spiral effect because then i swear to you know every game i was getting at least 20 messages of racism what? on the on my comments on my pictures dms the lot like and it was just then just draining and i'm like well people are seeing that family members are seeing it and then it's like, it's, it's draining for them. And then people then ask, yeah, like, are you okay? Like, oh, like, what's happening? Oh, what's the latest on this? What's the latest? And it's like, it just becomes annoying. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then you're just like, you're drained. And then all of a sudden you like, you start thinking everyone's racist. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I'm thinking, oh, every fan there was racist. Mm. Like, oh, that is that so-and-so? Like, you know, coming up for a picture or after the game or asking for mm. a signature, you're like, you then don't want to trust no one. So is it like yeah. an anxiety kind of thing, like where you're like, oh. Yeah. Or like, like Paro, just thinking, are you yeah. that's messaging me? Like, <laughs> yeah. Should I really do it? Kind I'm, of like, I'm like trying to look at their pictures. Like, oh, I don't recognize. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he looks familiar. Yeah, the yeah. bald head. This yeah. Thing, was it him? Was it? Like, like, you, like I was saying, you don't want to tarnish everyone course, with the same brush. Of course, right? of course, so of course, of like, course. Because you know what it's like, man. man. Negativity it outweighs the positive stuff. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so like, definitely. you could have 10 positive messages, but you see three, bro. That's that's sticking with you. Do you know what I mean? Like. 
that always seems to gain more traction. It's louder, like the negative on stuff is always louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cyrus, like in terms of the racism, it keeps rearing its ugly yeah. head. There's an event, then there's an outpour of them. Oh, yeah. this is bad. Club yeah. issues this sort of punishment or whatever. Would you be open to like starting like, I don't know, a black footballers player association? Because I was reading a column by Troy Deeney. So he yeah. done an interview with Neil Etheridge. And I yeah. think there was a game maybe last week or something yeah, yeah, yeah. where both I of them were like yeah. racially abused. Yeah, yeah. Like Troy Deeney said he looked up and I think someone made a racial slur. And he's like, what did you say? Then the person yeah. said it again. Yeah. Thinking, like, oh my God. Yeah. This I man actually said that kind yeah, of thing. So I, I want to think about solutions because we keep, it's easy to do interviews. Yeah. Oh, I was racially abused, this and that. Would you be open to starting like a black players association where prominent black footballers come and make their own union? Listen, I'm yeah. all for integration, everyone together as yeah. one. But in terms of sorting out racism, there's no end in sight yeah, in yeah. terms of how we're going to end this problem. So would you be open to like forming a coalition of players to like come together, have meetings and try and stamp this out? Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but it's it's tough because then you need, like I say, you always need, you need the social media people to get on board. So the mm. Twitters, the Facebook, the Instagram, whatever the social media platform is, but they're not doing nothing. So like, even when I had my thing, it was like Twitter fell under the, some mad law, the freedom of speech in America because their servers are based. So that's what their, yeah, 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 that's yeah. what their law is. Yeah. So they were like, well, we can't ban him for that. Even though he's told he's going to kill me and sent me, they were like, it was freedom of speech. And then they're doing this wild. So after, if you don't keep the case open after like 30 days or something, the Twitter servers wipe. So there's no history of, of that unless you've got the screenshot. Yeah. But I just think that like within the, the FA, the PFA, I don't think there's enough representation of people from backgrounds, different backgrounds, different origins that can represent. Because for me, you're looking up there, it's, it's a middle class, upper class white guy. Well, like, what, what have we got in common? Do you know what I mean? Like he doesn't yeah, understand... Yeah. Oh. Because he's never seen the, the struggle that a lot of the players, because a lot of the players are coming from different backgrounds. Uh, they're coming from poverty or they're coming from a poorer background. And the people that we're seeing up there that they want to look up to, they, there's no connection to them. Do you know what I mean? So they don't really understand how they feel. We don't understand how they are. Do you know what I mean? So I just, I just think they need they need more people up there that people can look up to and they can well, see I've themselves been, in themselves. Do you know what I mean? I've been hearing this for the last five years and well, nothing's changed. Yeah, so, so they don't, yeah, nothing's changed. Should the players like their own arm yeah. because again players are well financially yeah. remunerated yeah so maybe players come together yourselves deanies sterling again as i said i'm all for integration yeah i think society is better as everyone on the same hymn tree but we keep seeing these incidents so yeah. what's how is it going to change that's would yeah. you be open to that yeah I, i'd say people would be open it's just yeah but like i said there's, there's <laughs> so much power within yeah, football from the other people well. that it's it's a hard task to yeah. to achieve as well. So, yeah, man, we need... The thing is, we have to just keep pushing it. And a lot isn't going to change overnight. It's going to take a long time, I think. You can see it's getting worse and worse. With That's the what stuff. And, mm. and maybe it, is, it feels worse now, maybe because, because of the social media, where so much stuff is getting highlighted, all the videos and whatever not that you're seeing. So, yeah, man, it's just... It's, it's crazy. I... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's one of them, and it like we can we can come together, but I think at the same time there's only so much power that we as players can hold as well, because then you need the higher ups to to be involved and and to keep pushing the message and 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 do a lot more. And and like I said, I just think within football in general, in the higher ups, there's not enough representations of ourselves. Do you know what I mean? In there, 
where people like the likes of Ian Wright, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's come yeah. from, yeah. Did he make it 24 or something? Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? He come yeah, from yeah. a struggle and then like, do you know what I mean? Because a lot of these kids, like I said, they're coming from the same place. So when you look up, you want to see that same representation yeah, you of yourself. You can't be what yeah. you can't see kind of thing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, I think that that's what needs to change. I think there needs to be a lot more people up there that are, that are with the people and for the people, do you know what I mean? And and they understand that the struggle that people have been through and, and whatever not. So, yeah, man. But at the end of the day as well, a lot of them just see you as a commodity. So yeah. it's, there's that. There's also that side. I was going to ask, the last one on Fulham, you said you were a bit disappointed with yourself mm. in terms of, I don't know, just how your career there petered out. Mm. Um, what sort of things would you say you could have done better? Like, what was it? Was it? You just, all right, I'm leaving. Don't really care any, anymore. What nah, really happened? Yeah, no, nah, it weren't never like, oh, I'm leaving. I don't really care. Do okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it weren't, it weren't like, that would never, because I, like I said before, like, I'll never want to miss up another person's opportunity or like come in and be that guy where, because people, obviously, they've still got to train. I never want to be the bad egg. Yeah. I will still want to be that guy that pushes people irrespective yeah. of my position. True professional. And also, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to let myself down as of well. Course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because even though, I knew that obviously I, my time was done there. Like I, I could understand and I knew that. But there was always that, I mean, the back of my head, the opportunity's coming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it, it did never come. Do you know what I mean? So I thought like I, coming off the back of like, the, say Forest, I played 44 games. I, I was in a good place for I'd done well. And I'm coming back and I'm thinking, I'm going to get my opportunity here. And then obviously the new manager coming in or whatever. But yeah, it was just, man, I, obviously at the time, it was just obviously when basically I was, I was getting. I, I was training on my own, so like, obviously, I got banned from the training ground. Banned? Yeah, so yeah. When you say banned, can you explain? Well, Cause <laughs> like, don't come here, or you're with the twenty three. Like, what, yeah. what does banned mean? No, I wasn't allowed in the building until everyone left. They were gonna provide me a coach to train with on my own. And why is that? Your guess is good. That's what I mean. <laughs> but I didn't get. I didn't get no reasoning. Like, but like I like I said. Like when I spoke with him, like I just said, like, oh, like, listen, I understand you have a decision to make. Just be honest with me. Like, I don't mind. I can, I can take it. Like, seriously. Because you know what's yeah. I actually like heard from a player as well that, like, when the club wanted to force him out, they were like coming at six a.m. Yeah. So that for me, it was like coming at three. So when everyone had left the bill, yeah, oh, okay. you're allowed in at three when everyone's gone. So but like no physio, nothing. But like, I'm not like cool, whatever. Like, so but the way it happened was crazy so like he was then speaking to the physio so one of the, the other guys that was a bit more senior and you know when someone's talking about you you can i kind of got the sense and i was like all right whatever man so then i'm thinking oh and they were like oh so i'm going to go and they're like no you're not allowed on the pitch i said well, what do you want me to do that it doesn't matter like go in the gym i said do what and then, all right we'll go home then so i went home yeah and i'm like all right so then they said oh you need to come in for a double session tomorrow and I said, all right, so why? Uh, we don't know that. This is just a message I'm being passed on. So I'm like, okay, cool. Come in. Um, and they're like, the guy was like, oh, you know you're not meant to be in. Like, you're not allowed in. And then that's when I got told I'm not allowed in to after three. And I was like, all right, fine. Like, so then I spoke and I said, like, listen, if you just tell me, do you know what I mean? Like, I can take it. I understand the situation and I understand you have a job to do. You've got teams. And I said, like, that's that's fine. Like, I wasn't even angry, do you know what I mean? Um. But yeah, man, that, then that happened and then it was fine. And some days I just, 
I'd be with the team, and then sometimes I'd be on the other pitch on my own. Like after that, I was I was back in. So like, when the players like asking, like, "Oh, where's Cyrus? What's happening with Cyrus?" Yeah, like people obviously messaging me like, "Oh, what's going on?" And I was mm. just like, "Yeah," but like I said, I came in every day happy, and I, I always thought like I could get my opportunity. Like it was, mm. I always had to keep in my mind that I was working to something. But like I said at Fulham, I just feel like I feel like I maybe I tried to prove a point to the wrong people, and maybe I tried too hard to. And things just weren't going right. It is what it is. And like I said, when it was going right, I was doing well. But then I weren't given the opportunity to carry on and follow up and and be consistent. Um. So yeah, but like yeah, it was just a crazy time, a crazy learning period. And I think a lot of people do go through that. Um. Yeah. Obviously, there's not. I can't say some of the other stuff because I'm not allowed. But yeah. Was well, yeah. the NDAs and stuff? Because mm. I hear about that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NDAs. Yeah, man. So, but yeah, like, do you know what, like. It's it's mad because obviously when people ask me, I'm like, oh, like you know, I've got the utmost respect for Fulham and the manager Marco, because as a footballer, unbelievable, like how he wanted to do things and, and and do you know what, like he was honest with me, do you know what I mean? So like I respected it, and that's all you asked for, like, and there was that mutual ground of respect, and obviously when things I didn't feel like we had the conversation, we spoke, and he was he was fine, so I got nothing ever bad to say about him, but there's been other managers where. What the Scotty Parkers? And yeah, like mm. people, like, they just, do you know what I mean? It was just, mm. bro, like just be honest, like just talk to me, like it's we can handle it. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, man. So how is he as a man as well? Because again, we we're fans. We see on the TV, we see that he can be a bit of emotional. Like after one of the Bournemouth games, we're under equipped. He's like he wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah, Even when you got promoted, I think there was a game. Yeah, yeah. He gave like an interview to Sky. You could yeah, see yeah. how much it meant to him. Oh, he's emotional. He was, yeah, yeah. But how how is he as a man? Yeah. Like, he was, we we done well under him. Obviously, I'm talking about your personal relationship with him. I thought I had a good relationship with him, but then certain things happened, and it was just, and then like, it's it's crazy. I feel like it wasn't even bad what happened. Do you know what I mean? But at the time, I felt like he made it worse, like because when I spoke to her, like Bournemouth was the team that I spoke to, but he was the manager, and then it was like everything could have been resurrected. It could have been. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it just. Is what it is. It wasn't meant to be, but a bit emotional. Had oh, a great career. Oh, in yeah, last yeah, summer. Yeah. So before yeah, you joined yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Okay, boom. Okay. So yeah, like obviously he's he's had a great career, done well. So yeah, like like I said, I don't want to knock people. It's just obviously there's other maybe different with other people. Other people are gonna have opinions, but yeah, man, I just felt like you could have picked up the phone or do you know what I mean? There yeah. was there yeah, was yeah, ways yeah. that it could have been. But I never had issues because it's time, right? It's what it was like two years ago. Yeah, I'm not trying to hold no grudges and yeah, like I said, at, at Fulham. I think that's what I learned about myself, man. Really at Fulham, like yeah, like I said, it was a. I went on a journey, man. Really, and just yeah, man, just had to find that inner peace. I feel like I allowed. That's what happened, really. To that, to I lost that. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm not saying I lost myself, obviously, because at the time as well, then like my. My daughter was born premature. Like she had to come out because my missus, my missus nearly died. Do you know what I mean? So like, there was that going on, and then obviously all the stuff that's happening at Fulham, and then you're trying to balance like every day. And my phone got to shoot off like hospital. Do you know what I mean? Then she's in ICU, and you're like, oh Jesus, man! Like, do you know what I mean? It's a scary time, and then obviously that going on. So then, yeah, man. And then yeah, like I said, and then people don't realize that as well. Like you got a lot of issues going on like outside of the club, and I think even at, yeah, when I was at Fulham, obviously there was a lot of stuff going on in like behind scenes you know what I mean like privately not necessarily the club but with things and it's just yeah it's crazy man and then like I said I then 
I think I allowed like other people in that club, like the fans or whoever it was, just to dictate how I felt, man. Do you know what I mean? And mm. and then I felt like I like I said, I think I was trying to prove a point. Yeah. And I didn't really need to, I don't think. The only person is just yeah. physically, not yeah. other people. Yeah. Because when you're like other people, yeah, they're course. controlling your destiny yeah. or your happiness yeah, yeah. kind of thing. So you perform, yeah. wow, what are the fans saying? Oh, you yeah. still think I didn't do right. Yeah. I need to be better aware. Yeah. You need that inner sort yeah, of yeah. peace kind of thing. And then I think for that six months, obviously, when I wasn't playing before I went to Swansea, and that's where I kind of... Do you know what I mean? That's why I said I was disappointed in myself because I kind of prided myself on that, like the mentality that I've that I've had growing up, and I think that's always been one of my one of my things. But then I, I think it just got to the point I wanted it to work so bad that it it probably just backfired on me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah, like I said, then when I went to Swansea, man, it was just it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders, and and then and that's when I realized like things are different. Do you know what I mean? Like I've then started looking at everything on a whole different perspective man life the happiness whatever it is man yeah and then that's what like i said that's what i realized even though i'm you know like i said i'm 30 but you don't necessarily when i look back on it obviously when you're younger it's a bit different your mentality is a bit different but now 30 man i've seen it completely different and so is it more so yeah. like you know what? I love football, but at Fulham, this is my like oh my god it's not working out the manager the fans oh my god this yeah. is everything whereas now i love football that's like yeah. Not that it's a job. I don't yeah. want to say it like that, but no, there's family, there's other factors yeah, yeah, yeah. that contribute. It's like a whole pie. Yeah. Yeah, whereas yeah. the pie before was like 100% football, whereas now yeah, yeah. it's split up, kind of. Yeah, like I think even at other like clubs, like, do you know what I mean? But I was always just me, do you know what I mean? I didn't have a family, I didn't have the missus, but then obviously like had issues, do you know what I mean? But like, I always felt that like stepping over the white line was my freedom, do you know what mm. I mean? That's where I was at peace, man. That's where I was happy. That's where I could be. Well, I wanted to be, do you know what I mean? But then, that's I follow my, just want, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just want, yeah, just wasn't meant, yeah. yeah, like and obviously all the stuff like the message, do you know what I mean? Because you see the messages, like it's hard to come away from, like. So then when you're stepping on, you just think like, I was overthinking everything, any mistake, any, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's yeah. thingy, what they, do you know what I mean? Like, and then I'm trying too hard, and then, like I said earlier on about like the comparison is the FIFA joy and that, mm. I start comparing myself to other people when I, when I shouldn't be, do you know what I mean? Because everyone's different. And then that's what I've slowly just like, I've slowly learnt, man. And I try to tell people in that, like, you can't, everyone's on their own journey, man. Everyone's different time and opportunities, like, and it just one of them, yeah, it weren't meant to be, man. It could have been, do you know what I mean? It, at the, at the, and from the time we were but it just, yeah, it didn't work out. And I just think, yeah, like I said, I went, like I said, I went to Swansea and then that kind of, yeah, yeah. man, it just, so in terms of Fulham, yeah. obviously, like, so it can be a bit more positive. Like, yeah, they've yeah. had a mad yeah, season yeah. so far. They're doing their thing. Yeah, man, unbelievable. Yesterday, beating Brighton yeah. away from home. Yeah. Nitro scoring. You've yeah. got the old stalwarts, like, Tim yeah. Ream, Tom Kearney, players that obviously yeah. you know. Like, So how is it, like, watching them? Because they've always sort of been labelled as this yo-yo yeah. team. Like, they yeah. swap places with Norwich. Yeah, yeah, man. So Norwich get promoted Fulham. But this season, yeah. I can say 110% they're going to be staying in the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think definitely. I can say yeah, that yeah, it's a yeah, fact. 100%, so, like, how is it yeah. watching that involvement? Because watching it as a fan, as you mentioned before, they've learnt from previous regimes. Like, listen, it's not just about chopping yeah. change. These players got us up. Let's make 10 signings. Yeah, yeah. It's more like three, four good yeah. players. William, yeah, experience. It's more for out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, 100%, man. I think that's been key this year. But like I said, I, I watch all the Fulham games because... I know so I was there for so many years, man. What, five years, four and a half years, whatever it was. And like I said, I loved the club. I loved I loved being there. Do you know what I mean? In in that sense, I know I've said what I've said in that, but I actually loved it there. Like it was a good place. The boys were good. 
But it's just great to see them thriving in the Premier League because I, I always thought that when we were there, like even this first season we got promoted and then with Jakanovic and that, the lads were confident. We thought we were going to do so well because we had a good way of playing, but then there was a lot of chopping and changing, players coming in and maybe people weren't happy and stuff like that. And it just, yeah, it just didn't happen. But now this time, like I said, they've they've kept the players that have been there, the core, they've added quality. And now they're thriving, man. And like I said, Marco Silva, good manager. The owners, unbelievable. Tony and Shahid, man, like great people as well. And it's it's mad. Like I see, there's so many similarities at Hall now. Like the owner at Hall, Ajin, man, he's like fantastic. Like he wants to know about your family. He speaks like, do you know? Also, what I mean? do you have like a direct line of communication with the and owner? He comes, he comes to train all the time, and then like he invites boys up to his box to come with his family, so he can introduce himself oh, and he can great. speak your family. And the same with the manager, he wants to know about your family and and. It's just a good like community, and I think like at Fulham it was kind of the same with Tony. Like not necessarily the family. I think Ajahn have never really seen it like this. Like how he does it, him and and his people, where they they want to directly be involved and talk to you, and and like they'll do anything for you. Do you know what I mean? Like I've, I've not seen that in any other clubs, but like I said, Tony and Shahid at, at Fulham were the same. But like I said, it's great to just see so many boys at Fulham thriving. You know, the staff there are really good as well. The people behind the scenes do a lot of work and. I'm still close, obviously, like TC, Mitro. still speak to Tim. What do you think about Mitrovic? Because before, people are like, oh, yeah. can't do it in the Prem. This season, it's he's lie, dispelled man. that. He's yeah. on, on fire. Because you look at, what, the first year when we went up, he still scored 12-13. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that's, yeah. that you can't knock people for getting double figures in the Prem at a team that mm. we was in a relegation scrap. Do you know what I mean? So, And then the second time round, he didn't play. Like, Scott Parker didn't play him. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. you kind of have to get rid of that. And then this year... Like he's scoring again. I know he hasn't scored in a in a few games, but he brings so much to the team. He's such a good guy. Like he's a character. He looks a bit. He's like, a big kid. Yeah. yeah, no, he's a big kid, man. Like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just he's the happiest man off the pitch. Like he's such a nice guy. Like I've not got nothing bad to say yeah. about Mitro. Like it's funny when people you go, oh, but he's angry and but he's when he's on the pitch, he's angry. Do you know what I mean? That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. that's what you want. That's, that's him. Yeah. Like that's, that's him as a player. Like yeah. Because he's so strong, like he wants to bully people. He wants, but he brings someone to him, like, and I think people discredit his actual footballing ability as well sometimes. Because he can come and link the play and and bring people in and switch the play. And, and as a player, when you're playing with him, you know the ball's going to stick up there. Yeah. Even if he's got two men on him, and he's gonna, you can just make, you can gamble off your runs. Do you know what I mean? That it's going to happen. And yeah, man, he's he's such a good guy. And look what he's done for Serbia, man. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? He's a record goal scorer how many goals he scored in the calendar year is, is wild. So, but he puts in a lot of work. Like Even in the off-season, I saw like him doing like personal training. He yeah, he does all that. Leaner, yeah, yeah, yeah. More athletic. Does all that stuff, in yeah. Like in training, like, he takes it easy. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, so he's yeah, not a good he, trainer. Yeah. Like, he okay. takes it quite easy and that. Yeah. But like, but then you, like, you see him doing the finishing after. But he just wants to score, man. Like, mm. And like even some of the players that I like, play with in the strikers and I talk about like Mitro, like, you can just see his willingness to score. And that's the difference sometimes. With the, like, um, I see some people in the training and they're doing their flicks and, you know, and they don't want to like tap like tap it in or put the keeper in the net. Like it has to be the perfect finish. Whereas Mitro, it doesn't matter how it goes in. Like it's, <laughs> the goal's a goal. The cover off the ball. Yeah, he's like yeah. celebrating and training and that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But I think for me, I've played with some good strikers, man, over my career. So, yeah, man, I've played with some good people. So I think like now, obviously, I'm at the stage in my career where that hall, like I'm a bit on the older, I think I'm the third oldest, you know. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Only 30 as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we've got a young team, so, like, I think, obviously, I've got a lot of experience. I think, I'm like, what, well, I think, I think I just hit 470, 470 games, man. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So, 
I've been through a lot, man. Like, and and I think I got a lot of like advice for them. And it's like, yeah, I think this year has been a different role for me. Like, I've had to, because usually I was like either the youngest or not the younger, mid yeah, middle group, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. nothing, like yeah. So you know what I mean. Whereas now I'm like the older statement. So yeah, I've had to do like a different, different role, man. It's like Giving a like advice, a daddy role, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So like, but yeah, like being a father myself, it's like, do you know what I mean? It, it does change your perspective. I know it's cliche and everyone oh, says it, no. but it, <laughs> no, it fully does, man. Like, it changes the way you, your whole outlook on life. And, like, it's great. One of the lads asked me, like, you enjoy being a dad. And I was like, yeah, bro, like, and I said, like, it's genuinely, they're the only, the only person ever happy to see you. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't, I swear yeah. to, yeah, like, yeah. you see the smile and they come running up to you, uh, like, trying to hug you and that, like, <laughs> it takes away every pain, man. Like, anything you're feeling, like, it, and it helps you, like, switch off. And I think, like I said, I think that's what I was always good at was being able to switch off from football when I got home and even when I was like I didn't have a child or I was on my own or whatever. So yeah, I thought that's what I was always good at, but and that's why I was disappointed in myself and I kind of like because then I always was overthinking everything and mm. do you know what I mean? So yeah, man, like yeah, it's just yeah, it's been a, it's been a different different role that I've had to take on this year, man. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Man. Last one on Fulham before we move on to like Ireland. Like, yeah. there's two youngsters that I'm sure I think you may have played with mm. Fabio Carvalho, Fabio, yeah, man, player Harvey Elliott as well. Yeah, yeah, I know he made a few apps in the prem yeah. before he left to Liverpool. Yeah, how good are they? Because we're Liverpool fans, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, talk yeah, to us man. about them as players, people. Like, how are they? Yeah, man, good kids, man. Like, and they had the arrogance, do you know what I mean? Like, not a bad a arrogance, way, yeah, yeah. yeah, the arrogance in a good way where like they were confident in themselves and. And I, I just think they're good lads. I know like Harvey had a few things with people, like the videos and that. But yeah. that, it, it was a bit. He's a kid. Yeah, he's, he's a kid, and it. But I don't think that was really him. It's just he, he's made a mistake or whatever. But he was such a good lad, like so polite when he come up and training. I think he was only fifteen when he was coming up. Um, but I think he went up to one of the training sessions. I wasn't there. I was away on international duty, and apparently he just come up and drag step of a flip flap through someone's legs <laughs> because obviously no one knew who the kid was like. Yeah, yeah. And then like yeah, and then uh, apparently he done something wild next time to and, and he was like yeah, I was I was gonna clamp him, but <laughs> he was like after he'd done it the second time, he respected him. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He just had that aura and confidence about him. And same with Fabio, man. They just they knew they were good. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But they was able like obviously yeah, Elliot went there, um, Harvey went there for as long. Fabio, I saw a lot of him the way he grew, and then like yeah, man, he was just yeah, he was like yeah, man, different different level. He was I felt like at the start of that season. Like he was gonna score every game, Fabio. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's running off the ball, his ability on the ball, and obviously I think it's been a bit tough for him now at, at Liverpool. So he's not playing, but he's gonna grow as a player, man. And he's he's definitely he's definitely gonna be a, a top top player. That's so how for sure. is he as a person, like individual? Yeah, interact no, with like. Yeah, no, I got on well with with Fabio, man. Like the and the young boys there, like they were they were so good. And Fabio was just like I said, he was a good player. There's a lot of young good players there, but they was all good kids. There was nothing like not one bad bone in their body. They was confident themselves. They just enjoyed life, man. And they like you could see it. And it was, and it's mad. It was so good to see, you know, like those young boys thriving. And I think a lot of older players don't really like that, you know, where they see young yeah, boys and oh, he's a challenge. He's a threat to me. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's a, yeah. Like that's one thing that confuses me in football, mm-hmm. like because at the end of the day, there's always going to be competition in your, in your like in your place or whatever. And it's like. If you see people like if the young boy's gonna make their day, and it's like sometimes I've seen older players they don't really want to talk to them or give them, it's like they make it a bit hostile yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing because this is macho like environment. Like you yeah. was in that position at, yeah, yeah. at one point, do you know what I mean? And I think, I think that's the problem. Sometimes like people don't wanna. 
I don't know, man. They just don't want to like, they don't, just don't want to help others. Do you know what I mean? Every man for themselves. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's it's crazy. But for me, man, when the young boys come in, because you see, like for me, I see them putting in the work, man. And I think, like, if I had someone when I was younger, like, some of the clubs I'd been at, like, things could be a lot different. Like, I would have learnt more quicker. Do you know what I mean? And it would have been an easier environment for me to, to come into, like, and and do a lot more. Do you know what I mean? And not having to learn it on ourselves, like, on our own and that. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. But, yeah, it's big players, man. And then they've definitely got bright futures anyway. Like, yeah, as, we want as them you can to already do well. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think people forget that though sometimes with young boys, man. They're going to be up and up down. And, yeah, and, yeah, we've seen that with Rashford. Yeah. Burst onto the scene. Yeah. Had a little bit. Now yeah. he's spiked again. Yeah, so it's like... It's but I just... Yeah. Speak, but I just always think like people... Oh, he just scored. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. <laughs> but I just think that people just need to like... Just need to let them thrive, man. I just... It's, there's, obviously, with football now, it's so judgmental and mm. like you say, all the things and, and people expect the world straight away from people and it doesn't always work like that. And I just... I just always think like if if so many more people were positive to more people like whether it be the fans or you just got not get on their back but just actually push them because sometimes you need them to like lift you to give you that extra 10% or whatever it might be and and that can like really push you through when everyone's on the same page that's when you feel your best or that's where you can push but I just think now like so many people are too quick to write people off and and they and then and, and I think within football now a lot of people don't actually have their own opinion yeah, it's like so I they, see this yeah. on Twitter, I run with this agenda, yeah, yeah. like you internalise yeah. the view, oh yeah, this is And then they're scared it. to actually yeah. voice their real opinion. If they, you hear like yeah. a pundit saying yeah, it, yeah. you're like, yeah, that's fact. Yeah, like, if that's, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or if they mm. disagree with what someone's saying, but it, like some people now have like, what is it? Mm. Yeah, some people have their opinion and they've got like a little a little fan base mm. and it's like, oh yeah, but then if you go against them, you're ostracised from... It's yeah. like they call it yeah. echo chambers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, everyone's got the same opinion. Like he's yeah. right, he's right. The moment someone from outside the environment, yeah, yeah. he's mad. What's yeah, he talking yeah. about? Kind of thing. Yeah, like mm. like I say, like form your own opinion and, mm. and sit to it about there. Like I think that's yeah, that's a, a big problem now. But yeah, man, it's it's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> it just yeah. Yeah, I just had a very quick one. Yeah. Um, in terms of um, hard, um, Malcolm Abue. Yeah. He's on loan for the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. The player that's really caught my eye was ripping yeah, up the champ last season. Obviously, struggled for game time at Crystal Palace. Yeah, but how's he been in the camp? Yeah, man, he's good, man. He's yeah. he's a shy guy. Like, yeah, he's yeah, quiet, he's man. man. A few yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's quiet, but obviously, I know he's got ability, man. Um, he's he's come in and and like I said, like people can't expect the world from him straight away. Yeah. Like he's been injured. It's like and it, it's tough for young boys coming into a new environment. He's coming away from. London. Being in London, yeah. do you know from what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, South yeah. Bermondsey. So he's, he's yeah. coming from South London, he's coming up here. And like I said, it's a f- hall's a far place. Like, yeah, do you we, know what I mean? Experience yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, and obviously there's not like much going on up here. And it's like, it's probably a blessing as well though. Do you know what I mean? Because you can actually just focus. concentrate and focus on football. And yeah, but I think, yeah, Malx is, I know his ability because we've seen it last year. Like, I didn't know nothing about him last year. Like, and then I see him come on the scene. Derby, he yeah. was just doing a madness. Like Malcolm like, Abu, yeah. Malcolm Abu, yeah, like we played you know, like Swansea, we played Derby. Like, like I said, I didn't know nothing about him. I started seeing his clips. I'm like, oh, gee, yo. <laughs> oh, before yeah. the game, before you're playing. Thank God he's on my on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> ain't me that's got to come up against him. But he was, yeah, he was yeah, moving. Yeah. He was good that game as well. Mm-hmm. And I was speaking to him about it like the other day, man. But yeah, he's, like I said, he's another one of them. Like he's the player that he is. He's skillful. And, and that's why you have to back people like that because they're confidence players as well at the same time. And Malk's, yeah, man, he's 
come in and he's just yeah he's building up his fitness and his sharpness and he's gonna be it'll be big for us definitely like because he's a man that can win you the game out of nowhere like you you see it like last year how he could dribble past four or five players get in the box and and he's young as well do you know what I mean 19 so like I said it's it's tough coming away from home and coming out your comfort zone and and I'm sure he's gonna embrace it man and he's like I said he's a good kid like you Coming from Palace, Palace is going to be tough. They've got quite a few good players, haven't they? Alicia, yeah. Eze, Zaha. Like, do you know what I mean? So that was going to be tough. So if he can come here, do well, then, like I said, like the future's bright for him, man. Mm, it makes sense because obviously yeah. Rossini was at Derby, yeah. so knows him well. Yeah, He's yeah, a shy lad, so he might not have to yeah, get yeah. ticking. So yeah, hopefully of course, he goes yeah, well. So yeah, I wanted to talk about Ireland briefly because I know we've taken a lot of your time nah, and you're stuff. Good, like, man. Don't worry, man. So like in terms of Ireland, like, where do you see yourself? What, going? Um, no, yeah, in terms oh. of like the standing, because I know there's oh, the Seamus standing, Coleman. Yeah, yeah. Tough, not not that you've been unlucky, but yeah, yeah. He, like that's probably oh, the yeah. most well-stocked position in Ireland. Yeah, yeah of course. Seamus yeah, Coleman, yeah. he's been like a legend, great yeah, servant yeah. of Everton and Ireland. Unbelievable player, man. Yeah. Doherty's gone to Atletico Madrid yeah, yeah. from Tottenham. Yeah. And obviously there's yeah, yourself yeah. as well. Yeah, of course, man. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so how, how has that been sort of fighting that competition? It's, it's tough, man. I think like, um, like I've touched on before, it's just like obviously Shamey, unbelievable player. Evan, he's done so much. He's been I don't know how long now. He's been Prem last ten, eleven, twelve, however many years, do you know what I mean? And he performs week in, week out. So that was scored obviously that cracker yesterday. Yeah, I didn't even know he scored till I seen it <laughs> earlier on the way here, man. Yeah, Keep I didn't actually questionable. But yeah, no, Evan. Um, Evan, I mean, you know, Seamus, man, unbelievable player, unbelievable person as well. Do you know what I mean? Like proper leader, like okay. just yeah. So was, that was I always knew that anyway. It was going to be tough. Um, obviously, I played in other positions: Ireland, right wing, centre mid. Like it's been crazy. But then there was always, like I said, a lot of people. Then it was always about bringing in docs and me being there. And I think obviously I, I played well when I played for Ireland. Um, but then. It was like crazy. I said like, but then me and Docs, it wasn't too long ago we was playing at the same level, and and before that I was probably playing at a higher level than him as well. Do you know what I mean? So like in terms of the standings in the league, and and then like I said, opportunity time in Wolves, you know, and he's flying. He's never looked back. He gets his move to Tottenham. Now he's Atletico, so he's done me ten nil. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, knock me back down because you know what I mean. Like because as well, you like you think, oh well, like you're looking like oh, maybe I might get a chance here. Like oh, I might play. Because obviously he, he wasn't playing, do you know what I mean? But yeah. now he's got his move to Atletico, like... Yeah, like... That, that yeah, branding, yeah, 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 So, yeah, nah, man, but obviously, yeah, like, no, nah, they're two good players. It's such a good competition. I think we're all very different players as well. Do you know what I mean? We bring different, different things, I think, as well. Obviously, they play five at the back, three, like, I'm comfortable playing on the right of a three. I think that's my best position in general, to be honest. So, yeah, man, I just, like, I, I touched on it the other week, like, it's not, if it was going to, like, they were asking me if you get back in the island setup or, or whatever, and, I, and that's not really been my thinking, to be honest. It's just that I want to just enjoy my football at Hall and then if I do well there, then everything else falls into place, man, You you and you get that. And like I said, it's it's tough. Like, ultimately, they're playing at bigger clubs than me. Like, so, like, no sometimes ifs, you yeah. might consider... Like there's some players they almost like retire early to prolong yeah. their club career. Yeah, is that something like potentially if like maybe in the next one year or two years there's been no call up? Is that 
something you will consider or you're always focusing to get back into that team? I mean, I ain't getting no call-ups in one or two years. <laughs> I probably don't even need to say nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I may as well just stay quiet. But yeah, no, of course, like, I understand people do do that. Um, but I think some people do it for their their fitness reasons and whatever. And like I said, I feel like my body's good, man. Like, I look after myself and the amount of work I've put in over the years, like, that's what people don't see, man. Like, hard, and that's what I've, yeah, like, hard graft. I've always put in, I think, more than others. Like, I've invested in myself, man, because I thought that was the biggest, biggest thing I can do. So, yeah, man, I, I think I'm playing well and, and maybe my, like you say, form warrant maybe getting called up, but, like, I'm not, that's why I'm not thinking about, um, I'm just trying to play well for Hall and, and like I said, the opportunities will come if I'm playing well, then it falls into place, but, yeah, man, We'll see. It's not. Yeah, it's not crossed my mind about because I feel like there's things that I still wanna, I wanna achieve for my country and with Ireland. And you know, I went to the Euros in 2016. I was the youngest player in the squad, and you know, and then it was tough because I'd, I'd come off being young player of the year as well at, at Derby, and you know, obviously I was on the bench, but I didn't get any minutes. So it'd be lovely to go back and try and get to the Euros, the World Cup playoff finals. You know what I mean? It's it's still in the back, haunts me to this day. Do you know what I mean? Like we were so close, so. Yeah, there's obviously things that you you still want to achieve as as a footballer and, and get to, and that would be that'd be unbelievable, obviously, in my country. But like I said, if I if I can concentrate on myself and look after myself and and see how it goes from from there, man, definitely. Yeah, one question I wanted to ask is, do you feel Irish? The reason why I ask mm. that is that we've spoken previously about abuse. Oh, you're yeah, not yeah. from around there. Do you generally feel Irish the way people have made you feel in terms of? Okay, something goes wrong. It's Cyrus's fault. It's yeah, Callum yeah. Robertson's fault. It's yeah, yeah. So, do you feel Irish? Yeah, no. Listen, I feel Irish. I feel like all all of my my backgrounds. I feel feel all of them. Do you know what I mean? So, obviously, me going to Ireland, I'm, I'm close with my nan. Like I said, I live with her for a bit, and I'm I'm very close to them. So, like, it was obviously such a joy for me to go there, and and like I said, I, like from the from the people I felt welcome and and obviously I I feel Irish, I feel Jamaican, I feel my granddad's Lebanese, I feel, do you know what I mean? So I feel all the cultures in, it, within me, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying because I think at times, yeah, if if my name was, or if I was a bit different, I felt like at times like people that were still born in England, but the white lads, they weren't getting harshest criticism. Like no one Harry was ever, Arter, all these. Yeah, no one's yeah. ever saying, oh, fuck off back to London. Do you know what I mean? Kind of yeah. thing. Like, they, they weren't getting that. Like, but then it's, oh, fuck off back to Jamaica, that kind of thing. And yeah, like, I think obviously, yeah, in that sense, people like don't see it. Um, so yeah, like, I always, I've always seen that and understood that. Like, when I've seen it, like, sometimes it's like, well, all the, all the, the black lads are getting mentioned or whatever. But you're not saying about the other lads that are born in England at the same time. People so, are just tapped, man. Yeah, honestly. And, yeah. But like I said, like, you don't want to tarnish everyone with the same brush. It's it's only like few people think like that. But yeah, man. It's um yeah, no, I, I do feel it. And like I said, I've well, I've got thirty caps, man. It's that's it's nothing to it's I think that's a that's a big achievement. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, thirty no, caps like thing, man. Yeah. Thing, but bro. then there's also in my element I feel like I could have more. I probably should have had more <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <the> top, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, like man. I feel like yeah, maybe I should have had maybe more and could have got more and yeah, like it's been it's been tough. I think like sometimes I've been unfairly judged because of I think from when Martin O'Neill put me in centre mid, I feel like I performed well when I was in there. I got man of the match, or whatever. It wasn't my decision to play with the managers. Like the manager saw something and I went with it, and that's what he wanted to do. Um, 
And yeah, I think from then I kind of got like, obviously once he left, then like Mick McCoy, oh, I don't want to put square pegs in round holes. And I was like, right, it's kind of maybe aimed at me. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? And then yeah. I didn't really get called up. I think he called me up once and that was like out of the blue because someone got injured. Um, and I think, yeah, there's been like a bit of a knock-on effect from that. And obviously, like I said, the, the World Cup playoff. And like, I know that that was a bad day, like for everyone. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's... Yeah, it's crazy, but like I said, I, uh, there's a lot I want to still achieve with, with the country, and it's not something I want to want to turn my back on. People probably want me to. <laughs> Some people, you know what I mean. That's <laughs> that's the nature of the game. But yeah, like man, I just like I said, if if I can keep playing well for Hall and and keep performing, I feel like I'm I'm doing well and I'm performing well. And like I said, if you do that, everything falls into place, man. And, and like I said, for the last year and a half, two years, whatever it's been since I went to Swansea, like everything's felt right, man. It's just clicked and. Like I said, dude, I can't discharge them. I had great times at Fulham. Them five years, there was so much positive, and obviously there was some negative stuff. But like I said, it's that was a part of my journey. That's what's meant to be, man. And I, I like I said, the I'm not one of them that sits back and thinks, "Oh, what could have been?" Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or blah blah. It's it's just yeah. I don't I don't really think like that, man. I just because like I said, like, that's what I learned, man. Like, I've done a lot of not even soul searching. Do you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm trying to learn things and yeah yeah and yeah. Looking, yeah and like that's where that's really where it all come out. I had to just look at myself and and retrace the steps really and just see like what did go wrong and what could have done better and and find out yeah man so like yeah like I said I, I learned a lot in in that time and and that was all meant to be part of my journey man and, I'm, and my journey's still going man I've got a lot to give definitely man You've been fantastic. Yeah, we, we don't want to take yeah. up too yeah. much of your time. It's like no, our 30 minutes. Oh, no, man, you're good, man. Yeah, no, obviously, you just want to <laughs> yeah. quickly touch on life outside of football. Yeah, man. What do you like getting up to? Um, you see that you're into your fashion with the uh, white drip. No, you know, outside of football, really, I just like chilling, me, man. Okay. Yeah, like in the summer, I play like golf and that. Um, I find it peaceful. I know some people find it angry, but I actually find it peaceful. What, so this summer, Gareth Bell, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Not as much now with the baby and that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, just chilling, family, getting away, switching off. Um, even just little things, Netflix, whatever it might be. Um yeah, I don't know, man. It's the one like obviously Windows, you know, you PlayStation and that. It's yeah. like yeah, all them kind of things. But yeah, man, like golf. I like watching like other sports and that. Okay. Uh, what sports are you into? Uh, I like basketball and um, I like NFL and the boxing. Okay. Um, they're the main ones I like watching really. Um, but like for me, like I'd love to just like I'd love to go around and look at other teams and and how they how they think and like the managers and how they see things. You know what I mean? And and what they do. Like I'm into like the mind state stuff. As well, man, like all that kind of stuff, and I was thinking coaching, man, you know, like because that's what yeah. managers do. they go to, like rugby and stuff. yeah, yeah. How do they set up. And I'd love to see like the the mindset behind that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm really sure I read a lot of books on that kind of stuff and, and videos and and watch that on like YouTube. Um, yeah, like different people and how they've kind of got to where they are. Do you know what I mean? And and what what they took? Because like I said, I, I touched on it earlier. Like I always think that someone's got something to give you. Can learn from everyone. Do you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, there's that. Yeah, really. Um, that's the kind of stuff I'm, I like, man. Natural stuff as well. I really got into that um, over the last few years as well. Like just, just the herbal stuff and okay. the natural remedies and, and things like that, man. And just 
Yeah, man, just, I don't know. I don't know how Living you, a yeah. peaceful life. Peaceful, <laughs> man, yeah. Because I'm really into, like, the, like, Greg Docky with Aspie and stuff, man. I'm really into, like, so I've got, like, samurais tattooed on me and stuff. Okay. So I'm really into, like, the samurais and, like, mm. the monks, how they... Okay. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff, that man. Like Shetty, that's a monk. And yeah, yeah I've, I've listened. I've not really listened to him, but yeah, I know who you're on about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, man, I just like let's finish the book on on like the original like samurai. Okay. Um, like a book on how he. Yeah, man, I'm into that kind of stuff. Oh, just the uh, yeah, no, yeah, cool. man. Just yeah, but I think that's kind of where I found my peace, really, mm. and like the how to. I think I've changed a lot, man. Even if you ask Mika, like Mika thinks I've changed a lot since obviously I've known him from Fulham to now, man. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, man, it's definitely, definitely helped me, definitely a lot. So in terms of like, I always like ask some footballers about investment side of things, because mm. you always hear sort of like stories about yeah, yeah. footballers, like let's say five, six years ago, they're at this height and now yeah, they're yeah. sort of broke. So do you do anything to protect your money, like property or any investments and stuff like that? No, I've got like, I've got properties um, that they've like rented out. Um, so I've got them, obviously I've got my main house in, in Surrey, which... Obviously, I'm not living in at the minute, so I've got someone in there as well. Um, but yeah, I've got like the financial advisors, and they put money into stuff. And well, I'm not really one to like risking risking too much because everyone goes on about. I see all these videos now, like people sell <laughs> people the dreams on like the yeah, TikToks yeah, and that. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you can get this house. We put five percent uh, down. Thanks to riches, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Story, yeah. Oh, that, that's not reality. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> not reality, man. Scheme, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like it's just it's not reality, man. Like. I see one video the other day about oh people like, do this and then it's like bro it's marketing yeah mm-hmm. living living what I've yeah is these people that I said they don't actually do the things themselves yeah so they're just selling yeah. you the idea yeah so once you give them the money that's where yeah. they're making the income so they're not making the money from the property or the business yeah that they so that's like a Ponzi yeah yeah Ponzi scheme yeah yeah five percent down it's like living your house for two years then rent it out and yeah. buy another one. And it's like in this Come economic on. structure, man. Like everyone will be rich. People can't. Guys. People can't do that. People yeah. can't afford it, man. Like people, yeah. And that's what it is now. People are sensing that little opportunity to con people out of their money and exploitation. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. No, do you know I'm pretty safe with my money, really. Like it's all just been, like I said, geared up to me having like my forever home, which I've got. Do you know what I mean? Making sure now, obviously, like the kids, there's a set and stuff. Um, and that's it, really. Like, there's obviously things that I wanna want to do once I finish football even like now do you know what I mean and, and get it up and running and and things like that man I've always got ideas and, and different things but I don't really know what I want to do after football so okay. it's like so have you yeah thinking about it yet because you still got yeah yeah you look after yourself as yeah because well. yeah. people I don't know why people say I want you to turn 30 blah, blah. yeah yeah if you look after yourself you yeah five six yeah. years yeah. you're feeling yeah. better yeah. than ever ever since you've been 30 because you're a bit younger than you've only got two more months so stop going on bro yeah no start creaking up a bit yeah no man I really thought like obviously like I said the manager keeps going on to me about doing the coaching stuff and that like he thinks I'll be good at that Um, obviously that's a possibility but it's never really been a thing for me I don't think Um, I've never thought about it but like it'd be good to have them and then because you never know man yeah like because obviously over the like like I said over the years I'm growing and and evolving man so it's like I don't mind it Um, but yeah I mean really know man like in in lockdown i done like um uh i done like a course um i never finished it to be fair um i should have finished it um i was meant to go back and do it so it's like then another two years yeah. but i done it done the first part of it i think it was like um like a master's in sports um management and something 
Administration yeah. or? No, I want administration. Marketing, so it's like you can become yeah. like a CEO and chief exec of like yeah. clubs and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I actually done that while I was in lockdown, done the first part, I like got the the thing, but then it was like, you have to do it for another two years. Like but then, <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was, I didn't know if I wanted to do it with that um, institute. So it was like the Sports Barcelona Institute or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So then I thought, oh, maybe there might be one way you can do it in England. So, but yeah, that's obviously I've done, I've got the first part of that. So if I ever need to go back and, and finish it off, I could. I could. Um, yeah, coaching's like, I've, man, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it's, that's a million dollar question, isn't it, really? Well, but do you yeah. fancy some influencer boxing? Because we're seeing all these. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, nah, that's nah, man. Nah, you've got the nah, boxing nah, background. Nah, nah. That's a, nah, that's that's a, that's a, that's a fast, isn't it? That's you know a fast. Yeah, it's too much work, man. You know what it is, yeah? I always think that, like, people, oh, like, you know, you see them people do marathons and that when they finish. Oh, I think that's the last thing on my mind <laughs> when I retire. Yeah. Down, man. Yeah. I think, like, I'm not going to get fat. I think I'll always keep myself in shape, but, yeah, having to train for them boxing matches and... It's not it, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, sometimes I do boxing now, man, and then after, like, six rounds, I'm like, oh, I'm dead, yeah. It's a, punish, it's a different man. level. <laughs> yeah. Like, my arms are killing my wrists and that. Like, yeah, it's a different it's a different level, but, yeah, man, like, like um, yeah, no, nah, there's, a, there's a lot of things that I think that, I, like, I want to do. Like I said, I'm into a lot of, like, the the natural herbal stuff and that, and... I've got a guy that I speak with all the time. He's been doing it for 15 years. Um, so I'm into yeah, that kind of stuff, man. Just Even yeah. how Robson yeah. Carnu, he's got like a tumor yeah. company. I know yeah. it's natural. Yeah. Like, very, very nice guy. Yeah. We met him a couple of yeah. weeks ago. He's, he's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I just think I'm a, I'm a person that wants to help people, man. So like, it, like I said, the guy that I, like I know, he does a lot of stuff, especially for kids with um, autism and things like that, because that's how he started his journey. So he gives it out for free. So uh, obviously, yeah, maybe do a lot of stuff with him, and I think there's a lot of things out there, man, to to do, man. But yeah, even saying yeah. that, like, I know you're involved in it for a lot of charities, mm. like Soup Kitchen in Brixton. Yeah, yeah. Out there. yeah. You give a lot back, so talk to us about yeah. like why you do it and sort of that the initiatives that you do. Yeah, man, it's just from just growing up, like the way he was as as people and and the things that I've saw, man. And then, like I said, my mom works in the school, um, she's like head of pastoral. I don't, they change names all the time, so. Obviously, there's kids there that are always struggling now. Even my like sister now, she's working in the school, and obviously, I've got my my foundation. That's it. But it's such a hard process. Like, it's been quite quiet now for like the last year and a half, just trying to get everything sorted properly. So, when I get in that into into that, I want to obviously once that's up and running, want to have that as it's like a. I think for the, a lot of the kids, like I said, they don't they don't relate to maybe their teachers and and things. So, if you can bring something in that they're interested in. And evolve it around maybe a sport or whatever that and obviously with their thing side and i just think that there's so many just being able to give them a platform because i think a lot of us who it's like oh you have to be a sports person or a musician or whatever it might be like you want to show them that well that might not be their direction that they want to go in and there's other other pe- other things that you can do so you might want to be a photographer or a, a, I don't know, a videographer or whatever or they might be a lawyer whatever it is like just to at least give them the platforms so we want to create like workshops so they can see that well all right so and so's come from that same background he's a lawyer or he's yeah. a solicitor or yeah, he's yeah, yeah. whatever and it's like something that they're all of a sudden they might be interested in it. Yeah. so yeah it's just creating that platform to show that there's other opportunities out there rather than having to be the the footballer or the the athlete or the the musician and or it's the other option like jail and mm-hmm. being in gangs or drugs or whatever so I feel like that's a lot of them. That's they're really the only options because they're the only people they're seeing. It's mm-hmm. the it's the footballers and 
So and um yeah, like the musicians or whatever they're they're real influences around them. Yeah. And if you can put them onto a level where they can see that possibilities are endless for them and and that is not their journey that they they just have to go on. That they can they can do a lot more than, than just that, man. So yeah, that's what that's what we're aiming for, we're trying to work for. But this foundation process is long, man, like the paperwork and, oh, and getting yeah. everything right yeah. just to yeah, it's crazy. So we've been a bit quiet on that front, but like obviously we're still doing things and helping people. So yeah, man, it's it's been good. But yeah, hopefully we've got a few more things to come and hopefully it gets sorted soon, man. Mm, I saw something that yeah. you're also trying to start something with Callum Wilson, obviously the Newcastle striker. Mm. He's a close friend of yours from your time at Coventry. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that true that you're starting like maybe like a foundation to find the next sports star? Or uh, do you know what we actually like discussed? Like we was we was looking at doing a football like foundation academy kind of thing, but. Man, in this game, man, some people just try to take liberties, man. Oh, and that's for yeah. a lot of money and a different thing. And, that, and that's the thing, man. I always think you just got to surround yourself with the right people because mm. a lot of people, are, they're vultures, man. Yeah, they're yeah, 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 yeah. Charlatans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. Exactly, man. <laughs> what do so they like, call it? Snakeskin yeah, yeah. salesmen or what's I mean, like, Yeah, like me and Ken ain't stupid, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah. we, we wanted to do it, but then we just felt like too many people were benefiting from it, do you know what I mean? And they're like, and... They had nothing to lose. It was all on us. So, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, like I was best mate. I was best man at his wedding. Do you know what I mean? So, me and Caleb, we come up from from young man. We only lived three blocks away from each other. Where it was like we was we was close growing up. And I went to his game the other day. I was up there as well. Um, don't know if I'll go to the final next week, man. Well, why United fan or? Nah, man. I'm an Arsenal fan, man. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, nah, man. I just went to watch him, man. Just because. We just we didn't have a game on it because I I try and get to his games but obviously we always clashed you know what I mean and I've obviously I missed a few so I wanted to go up there and, and watch I managed to get to the the semi final game against Southampton so I don't know if I'll go to Wembley I don't know I don't know if I can I can journey see, man I can see journey. that you are Arsenal yeah. fan when you uh, panicking when I said Rashford yeah. squad right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but <laughs> you know what I don't really like obviously I'm, I was an Arsenal fan like big growing up but from when now play it's just yeah, just yeah yeah it just is what it is yeah like so. Yeah, man. There's, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of things that mm. potentially and hopefully I can do, man. So we just yeah, see how it goes, man. See how it goes. Yeah. So speaking of best man, um, we've introduced a new segment on this podcast yeah, yeah. where we ask our guests to help us, should I say, get a potential guest in the future. Yeah. And we're going to be putting you under pressure on Instagram. <laughs> so you have to get back yeah. to us. <laughs> no, we haven't even taken his number. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so... Who would you say is the best fit? Um, obviously, you've experienced the, the platform in terms of like who you know in football for this sort of um, platform. Does that make sense? So, yeah. What, Who's like the best fit for this podcast? Yeah, as a guest. Yeah, like a player, coach, someone within football. Um, player or coach? Boy. Um, Sorry for putting you on the spot. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of and, and we're not, and we're not yeah. accepting. Uh, we're gonna, I'll tell you later. People are getting on to us, like, oh, you guys said you're gonna, where's this person? He ain't yeah. come on yet, you get what I mean? So, yeah, um, I, don't know, I guess it depends what you want to what you want to hear as well. Um, obviously, like some people don't like doing it, um, but in terms of that, um, I think even going down like the manager front, um, I think the gaffer now that I have, Liam Rossigno. He's a I think, talker, yeah, yeah I, like but I think he's been one of the over my. I think he's been one of the best managers, coaches okay. that I've worked with. 
just for his whole general knowledge of football and how he Speed sees things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he loves, like, he's the only person I've heard say, I wanted to be a manager, not a footballer. I've never heard, yeah, like, he, wow. yeah, he always wanted, so, like, yeah, in terms of that, like, even Russell Martin, the way, because obviously he's got a mad philosophy of how he plays. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, player-wise, mm, trying to think, like, interesting characters, man. I've played with a few. Um... You know who's interesting? Mika. Siri. Yeah, bro. He's, yeah. He was mad because he was meant yeah. to go to like Barca before he went yeah. forward. He was like, li- yeah, yeah, I yeah. loved he's it. Like is, he, can he, is he good English? And yeah, stuff? no, he's got a good English. Mm. Um, yeah, no, he's he's a good guy, man. He's got a lot of, he's got a lot of knowledge, man. We would love like, to talk to him. Come like back here. Proper religious <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, like, no. Um, like, he's interesting. Like, when you speak to him, um, I'm just trying to think who else is. Obviously, Cal Cal's had a mad journey Top as well. Yeah. Where, like he had so many injuries in the like the youth underrated, team. Underrated man. Underrated. Yeah, very. He should be a, a yeah. regular England international. Yeah. Player, yeah. Like he obviously brings a different side to the mm. to the thing, but obviously he's had a crazy journey. Obviously, like younger and he was injured all the time because he wasn't even one of our main strikers like in the youth team really because he okay. was injured. Like okay. Sean Jeffers, that was probably ahead of him. I think he's at St Albans now. Um, he's obviously scoring a lot of goals. It was like maybe him and then others. Yeah, and then Callum just. Once his injuries come, it blew up, man. Yeah, he went from strength to strength. But he's cow's got confidence, so man. In himself, <laughs> like, yeah. You know when anyone's got confidence, he can say anything he wants and laugh. <laughs> he's got to laugh on point. So he laughs after everything he says. It's a dirty laugh as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nah, there's been some some good players that I've played with, man. That, I think that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. You've given yeah. us enough. So man. we'll be following up on the one. Don't ghost us, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No. I might struggle to get them on, but yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. I love, no, man. We appreciate it. Nah, it's been yeah. a pleasure, bro. Yeah, thank, man, you thank you for, for being open. No worries, we man. Love your journey, and we're a big fan of you, man. So Cheers, man. Thank love you. for that, bro. No, I love, no, bro. Again, you've been completely open with us. Yeah. The time's just whizzed through, but obviously yeah, it's like one hour for yeah, before no, you got these sentiments. So we appreciate that, bro. Enjoy your evening with the fam as well. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Cool. We're gonna leave it there. That's another episode of the Beautiful Game podcast. Until next time. And over and out someone and will have an opportunity to win the Cyrus best Christmas comment below shirt so yeah best comment below will be winning the island shirt so yeah love we're gonna leave it there peace nice one, man. thank you hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.